Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. I need a drink now. Just, I get intoxicated listening to that clip. Be careful, those of you driving in your cars, your blood alcohol level may have gone up. You got Sutcliffe. Uh, just by listening to him on a local broadcast. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Hefe and Dubs in here with you on a Tuesday night. This is the hideout, your hideout. Special place where you can be somebody. Come on in, no names, no faces. When you call, we ask you, what name do you want to go by? Nicknames are always welcome. For us. I was just going to say, the more creative, the better. That's hot. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, J-Dubs, Tuesday night in the hideout, and there's a lot to get done this evening. Let me see here. We all like pornography. Mm-hmm. We will uh, be talking with a porn star this evening. A good friend of the show, actually. Mm. Joanna Angel mm. will be in the hideout tonight. Yeah, uh, we're going to do some kind of inside the actor studio with her, kind of playing her acting roles to her. Uh, while we talk to her. While we talk to her. and I'd really love to get inside uh, her uh, head yes. for a while. Right, yeah, exactly. Just dissect what's going on with Joanna Angel. And uh, I, I watched the videos today, Joanna's Angels, and this is the first time I've ever fast-forwarded through the sex scenes to get to the, uh, the, the acting scenes because I needed them for the show. I've never felt so pathetic. Yeah, I usually it's fine, you know, fast forwarding through the talking to get to the sex to do what you're doing, but when you're fast forwarding through the sex to get to the talking, it adds a new element of creepiness. Like that Joanna. is what's getting you. Also here too, Chunks Corolla, our producer, uh, Tommy Bateman, director is here. Matt Albert screening your phone calls. Where's Napier? Is he hiding from Bateman already? Did you yeah. ban him to the office? Yeah, he's in the office. Okay. Uh, a drama between our new intern, Jack Napier, and our director, Tommy Bateman. I can't get away with it, uh, away from it, uh, even after work. Uh, let's see here. We also have tonight, J-Dubs, on a Tuesday night here in the hideout, Las Vegas. We're giving away a trip to Vegas thanks to the Bernie Mac show on 65. And because of that, we have an all-inclusive trip, airfare, Hotel accommodations at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino, and spending cash for you. We got someone qualified last night. We will get another one of you qualified this evening for that trip to Vegas, all-inclusive. And Dubs is already recruiting people for maybe tomorrow or Thursday's way. Yes. For you to get qualified for this trip to Vegas. In addition, I talked about uh, the porn star. we got to talk about the video being released of the Pentagon attack on 9-11. The Spirit of the Truth guy we have not gotten to. Also, there is a hate hotline. A hotline where if you hear an offensive joke, you can call this, I suppose, to report it. Mm -hmm. We will share that with you. Also, my ideas for a uh, 666 party. Uh, For those of us here in the hideout, a couple of things with chunks. Oh, dubs. 
he had a whole thing going on with him having to go to the doctor because of a pain in his nose that got infected and he could have gone blind, maybe even brain damage. He got the bill today. Well, I was there and uh, I thought I settled all my financial matters there. And I got a bill for even more. And I was very upset about it. That was originally even stated? Mm -hmm. And then I called them about it. And I was treated very poorly by the people over at uh, the Florida Hospital. All right, we'll talk about that this evening. And coming up in just about, I don't know, seven minutes or so, we're going to chat with Dan Burstein, um, who is the editor of... Bernstein Bears? No, Secrets of the Code. As you know, right now I am reading the Da Vinci Code. I am just about halfway done with it. And I love it. Completely fascinated by. Has anyone else in the room read it? No, I've been meaning to read it for at least six months now. And of course, the movie comes out this Friday, starring Tom Hanks. This guy, uh, the guest that we're going to talk to here in a couple of minutes, been on the History Channel, Inside Edition, Forbes Magazine, Washington Post. Now you can add the hideout to that. I'm sure he will. Lucky man. <laughs> he is expecting, and this is pissing me off. He's expecting the Da Vinci Code to be the biggest grossing film of all time. Of all time. Mm, I doubt that. Of all time. Maybe over the whole span of the globe, maybe, but not in the U.S. Here's the problem. We have a little bet going on, a little, you know, pool of money thrown in by everybody, $5, I believe. Was it $5 Ten. each? $10 each? Mm -hmm. We were going to pick the summer blockbusters, and Tommy Bateman chose the Da Vinci Code. I think everyone should go see it, not only for you know to make their own decisions about whether it's true or not, but even, also just for Tom Hanks' hair. Do you have any idea what it even involves? Not a clue. Yet you chose it. Yep. Um, Tom Hanks' hair is going to sell the movie. <laughs> What's going on with him? He looks it, odder and odder in every movie. It's selling out his scalp because it's really beginning to be non-existent. I think Peter Scolari makes a cameo in this, and that's going to push it to the top. Matt Albert chose Pirates of the Caribbean. Dubs chose Superman. I saw the trailer for Superman when I went to go see Poseidon over the weekend. Looks great, doesn't it? It really looks good. I wasn't expecting it to look that good. And I knew, they spent so much money on it. I knew Kevin Spacey would be a great Lex Luthor, mm -hmm. but man, did Superman look really, really good. Ew. So Wasn't no, there something with like the, that. the Superman billboards? They made his package incredibly huge <laughs> on the billboards. Of course they did. Superman. But they made it, like, distractingly huge. I also noticed that was one thing. It was the, well, all right. I remember... The, no, I just remember the news story. I, I don't, I Mouth never, watering huge? Is that uh, what you're saying over there? <laughs> yes. You, uh... Scrumptious. He did look overly buff. It didn't look right. Really? He looked like it was one of those... Fake suits who's or something. Who's playing him? There's some no-name guy. Yeah, they just picked a guy that uh, no one would know. Kind Ron of Jeremy. Some... Chunks chose uh, World Trade Center for his top-grossing movie of the summer. Mm -hmm. If it is anything like United 93, it's not going to be good yeah. as far as Grossing. bringing in money. Mm -hmm. And Chunks chose it. And I chose Cars, which, by the way, I'm excited that 7-Eleven is already rolling out their Cars memorabilia. I'm sure it'll be in a... McDonald's or Burger King near you. This is for $50 we have on the line. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. I uh, I had the Superman energy drink this weekend, which was absolutely delicious, and I, I think that's going to push it over the top. All right, people are asking me that I like Poseidon. It was basic. Yeah. Was, Why did you choose cars? It was Armageddon meets 
um, Titanic. I chose Cars because... It's the big, uh, uh, what's it called? Um... No, I... <laughs> just because you nice say... Setup. Just because I say Cars doesn't mean we have to play Rick Ocasek's band. You might think I'm crazy, but all I want is this show to be great. I say Cars... First of all, Pixar. Pixar, yes. Children movie over the summer always do very well. Pixar movies always do very well. And NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You just, you're bringing all of that together. NASCAR, probably the next biggest sport in America next to football. Sport. Well, I, you have to almost now say it is, it is a sport. So, nonetheless, Da Vinci Code, if you guys have read it, get secrets behind it. This is our third in our continuing series on the Da Vinci Code. And now that I've actually begun to read the book, maybe I'll have a better interview. Because now I know we can what's help. going on. I, I'll tell you what the Holy Grail is. You want to know what the Holy Grail is? No. Tom Hanks' hair. It's the Hideout <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, J-Dub, so... I put some pressure on myself. Of course, I'd heard about the Da Vinci Code a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I was visiting home and my little brother said he had the illustrated version of the book that I said, all right, I'll give it a try. I took it. I didn't even touch it. Then the movie comes out, or is beginning to come out, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, you know, I haven't read a book in a very long time. Maybe I'll go ahead and hop on this Da Vinci Code bandwagon. So I decided to pick up the book and read it. And I'm almost done with it, I guess, now three days in, in my very limited time that I have to be able to read it. And i got to say, I love it. I am one of those suckers who is falling for everything. You're buying it as a conspiracy. I believe it is 100% fact. (laughs) All of it. I believe there's really a Robert Langdon and a (laughs) Sophie Nenu. Well, that's all part of a story that he said no. based on. Okay. No, much like people can believe the the Bible is the exact word of God, mm-hmm. I believe this is nothing more than a uh, written documentary of something that probably <laughs> happened a couple of years ago. A docudrama. Right. Uh, nonetheless, though, uh, joining us, because this is our third in our continuing series on the Da Vinci Code chunks. Very good job getting all these people. Uh, Dan Burstein who is the editor of Secrets of the Code, the world's number one best-selling guide to the Da Vinci Code. Dan, welcome to the Hideout on Roll Radio. How are you? Hey, great. Glad uh, to be with you. Thank you. You know, Dan Brown says the same thing. Yeah. That if he were writing nonfiction, he wouldn't have changed a word. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mr. Burstein has been on the History Channel, Inside, uh, Inside Edition, Forbes Magazine, Washington Post. He knows what he's talking about. Unfortunately, I'm a little worried. We have a little bet going on in the summer's big movies you think the Da Vinci Code is going to be the biggest grossing film of all time? I do think it's going to be the biggest grossing movie of all time. Why? It's going to be one of those movies where not only do a lot of people go see it, but people will repeatedly see it? Yeah, I think a lot of people will want to see it more than once, people who are especially who are interested in the book. Mm-hmm. People who, of course, people who read the book is a huge number, so they're all going to want to see it. People who... You know, have their friends or, or spouses tell them they should read the book but never wanted to take the time, can now go see the movie instead and still participate in the conversation. The church and various religious groups are out there telling people to boycott and ban, which just causes them to want to go see it all the more. Absolutely. 
Uh, this is a worldwide phenomenon. The movie is opening in 60 countries simultaneously on Friday. Damn, I think Tommy's going to win. I think he's going to uh, win. It, no, it, it's uh, U.S. <laughs> th- we're only it? doing U.S.? Yeah. I thought we were just biggest grossing of all time. I didn't no, know we were you, doing... When you talk about the movie business, you got to talk global. Oh, damn it! Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what the rules are for your well, bet. Well, I had cars, and uh, our direct Hollywood is a very global industry. All right, now let me ask you, because I'm reading this thing now, and I'm, you know, like I said, like you probably heard, I'm into it. Um, yeah. What are the bigger issues? Like, why are people so fascinated with the Da Vinci Code? What is it? Well, you know, like any work of art, uh, it has its own peculiar way of getting under your skin, and part of that is the plot and the cliffhangers and the. You know, a lot of people at this stage of their lives, you know, don't have time to read books. And and people feel very satisfied, you know, that they read a book. And it was not only just a junk book. It started off as a junk book, but then there were all these big ideas in here about the history of Christianity and the early Christian movement and Gnostic Gospels and Jesus and Mary Magdalene. It does make you feel smart. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of art stuff. There's a lot of kind of somewhat history that I don't know. I'm just taking it as fact. I don't know if it's true right. or not. But you yeah. read it, and you do kind of feel like, oh, okay. I'm in yeah. on something I shouldn't be. Right. And you you can't put it down. And there is a sense that after you've read this book, now you've been brought into the tent of secret knowledge. Now you know these mysteries and these conspiracies and this secret history, too. And that's a very empowering feeling to people. Now, more than all that, I think it really is because this book invites question about religious belief in a way that in our society, uh, no matter how liberal and tolerant and open-minded we are, we don't often discuss things like, uh, hey, what's up with that virgin birth thing? Oh, we ask it all the time. It always, you know, it's we're we're, the, we're that kind of crew here in the hideout. Uh, Dan Burstein uh, in here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, editor of Secrets of the Code. And you do bring up that interesting point where these are kind of things that you always kind of wonder, but unless mm-hmm. you're weirdos like us, you never v- verbalize them. Right. And, and with all of this being in this book uh, involving basically the idea, not to give away too much. I don't think, because you can read it in any article now about the Da Vinci Code, was that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene and that they had a, a, child. a child and that there's a bloodline mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from Jesus. I mean, that's essentially the thought. And then right. it, that's, it's, the whole thing's being covered up. What when, are, you think about it, when you think about it, it's why is this such a shocking idea? If you think that Jesus was a historical character, he was most likely a charismatic Jewish rabbi of 2,000 years ago. Almost all of such people were married and had children. Mm -hmm. They were all living by the biblical injunction to go forth and be fruitful and multiply. Um, Mary Magdalene is the person who is mentioned most frequently, the woman who is mentioned most frequently in the accepted Gospels. If you read the Gnostic Gospels, which Dan Brown refers to in the Da Vinci Code, you get all these tantalizing references from 17, 1800 years ago. These aren't modern inventions about how Jesus used to kiss Mary frequently on the, and then the word Ass. for mouth is, uh, there's a hole in the parchment what? there, but it appears to say mouth. Mm-hmm. And you hear these uh, passages in these Gnostic Gospels about how the apostles come to Mary after the death of Jesus and they ask her, uh, you know, we know he loved you best. What did he tell you that he didn't tell the others? 
and they they imply that she knows the secret inside wisdom of Jesus. Now, these were things people wrote down 17, 1800 years ago, and as Dan Brown points out in the Da Vinci Code, these documents didn't make it into the accepted canon of biblical history. Why do you but, think that is? Well, because actually the thing that is most subversive about the Da Vinci Code is not even the thing that people focus on, which is the Jesus-Mary Magdalene connection. The most subversive idea, and what really has the theologians most upset, is that Da Vinci Code says, essentially, you know what, you people who think you are Christians and think you're following the way of Jesus are actually following the way of pagan Roman emperors who adopted Christianity as the state religion of the Roman Empire in the 3rd or 4th century, who eradicated the pro-woman, pro-poor and oppressed, anti-materialistic vision of Jesus, and instead imposed a very hierarchical, patriarchal, controlling order on Christianity. Yeah, that's one of the things, like, that. that's kind of where I'm at the part right now in the Da Vinci Code, talking to uh, Dan Burstein here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1, is it's this whole kind of conspiracy by, I don't know if it's the church or what, at least in the book, to make it where originally it was kind of a woman's world and a woman was looked at as something that was sacred and beautiful and, and powerful, and we switched it all around to where it's now, you know, it's completely like a, a man's world and women are forbidden and their naughty parts are nasty and you can't look at they, them. Well, they are kind of, <laughs> if, you, if you get them in the wrong light. But you know what I mean? It's like there was this complete switch and now women are basically... Uh, they can look over look like a possum that's been run over a few times. Well, <laughs> you have, uh, oh, God. you know, you have uh, the Da Vinci Code pointing out like things that people didn't know uh, until they read it. Like, hey, how come, uh, you know, priests were not celibate until about the 6th century? Right. And how come it doesn't say anything about how only men can be priests in the New Testament? Never says that. Um, never says Mary Magdalene was a prostitute in the New Testament, yet for 1,500 years people thought that was true. So she was slandered in some way just to kind of downplay her. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, dude, I'm telling you, it's it's. I don't know how much of it is true and what is it. Now, um, Chunks looked, did a little uh, information on our, uh, our producer here, and metaphorically, here's the question he wants me to ask you. Metaphorically, what do you think the Da Vinci Code stands for? I think it stands for uh, opening our minds to understanding all the histories and all the realities and all the different visions uh, that are our human legacy from from previous generations and from ancient peoples and not accepting dogmas and not accepting single truths and, and uh, all-knowing truths and realizing that there can be more to the story than it seems. Now, that doesn't mean everything in the Da Vinci Code is correct right. or factual. It just means that he's used novelistic techniques to wake us up to all the things we don't know and we have never heard, even though we think we live in the information age and we think we know everything. Almost like a Fahrenheit 9-11. 
I don't know. I don't know about that. It's not all true, but hey, wait a second. Um, Some of this is making a little sense. All right, Dan Burstein, uh, editor of Secrets of the Code. I appreciate it. We're up on a break, and I appreciate you coming into the hideout. Any any final word about the Da Vinci Code real fast before we go to a break? Go see the movie. Talk about it with your friends. Visit our website, www.secretsofthecode.com. Oh, I didn't know you had a website. Good job, Chunks. All right, that's secretsofthecode.com. I'm actually I'm going to go on there now, and uh, I'm in the middle of this book, so I'm going to check it out. Secretsofthecode.com. Hey, Great. thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. It's been fun to be in the hideout. Thanks. Later, bro. Talk to you. All right, here's the cool thing about this, just real fast. If it is at all true, mm-hmm. if any of it's true, all right, just the basic idea of it. Could you imagine how earth-shattering it would be to people of the Christian faith? Well, more Catholic than Christian. But I think Christian, too. I mean, Christian, too, but Christians are able to roll the punches a little bit more and kind of change it, change with it, but the Catholics are the ones who, this is the way it is. Nah, that's not so much true, because, um, although I agree with it in, in part, but if Jesus had earthly feelings... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he loved a woman, and he married a woman, and he had sex to have a child. We're talking Jesus, the guy who does hit the whole thing about him was he wasn't into any of that stuff. Well, he didn't uh, he didn't hold a high above everything. But I think any guy, Christ or not, is into that. That's what I'm saying. But these these. Christian Catholic people, they don't think that, do they, Chunks? They don't think that Jesus is, could be a person who's married and having sex. They don't even let me. priests do it. Why you look at me? I love Dogma. It's a great movie. All right, that's different. Yeah. It's completely different. Is it? I bet Jesus was hung. Shut up. All right, I'm dumping that. You can't say no, that? I'm dumping that. Why? You can't, that was... Chuck Jock. Chuck Jock. He's not Superman. What? Really? Jesus. Was that bad? Yeah. Doves? Yeah. Is that really? Even for Doves? I'm impressed. <laughs> no, don't be, be impressed. impressed. <laughs> Chuck Jock. It's a hideout. <laughs> real, real. I want to know what people think. Would this, like, destroy your faith if it came out? Let's just do the hypothetical. Because here's the funny thing about the church right now. They are absolutely protesting to an insane amount. It's almost thou protesteth too much. Mm-hmm. No, they've definitely raised the awareness of this movie uh, by saying it's wrong. Wouldn't this? Sh- I think I would figure this would shatter people's faith if something like this was true. You don't think? All right, hold on. It's the Hideout Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and Star One Hundred Four One. If you have a singular wireless phone. Hey, thank you to. Uh... Dan Burstein, editor of the website SecretsOfTheCode.com. Mm-hmm. Just real fa- I don't want to linger on this too long, but it, I mean, it is Da Vinci Code week. Yes. And uh, people are all over it. And now that I'm reading the book and I'm talking to people who have read it and like the whole idea behind it, and I'm just saying, it would shatter our society. Our society, I'm not lying, would crumble if it really came out that Jesus had a wife and a kid. Well, here's the- that would mean that he would have had to have sex. Here's the whole thing. And uh, I I firmly believe that Jesus did have sex at some point because based the, on what everything I was based on this the Bible goes from Jesus being born to when he's thirty years old. There's a struggle in there when he probably didn't think he was the son of God and uh, you know all this different stuff. 
and I'm sure there were times where he might have been married or had some kind of relations with a woman in that point of time. Why isn't in there, though? Like, At least I feel cheated. Maybe I was told the wrong thing when I was growing up. But that was his whole battle, was that he couldn't give in to those earthly lusts. I, I never remember that being a battle. I just remember him not even not even shaking him. Like, uh, it wasn't even an interest to him, not like him battling with it. Tom, at uh, the Orlando airport, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tom? Hey, how are you guys? Sorry. All right. Uh, well, I just flew in from uh, Puerto Rico, and I'm hearing you guys on my Walkman right now. Nice. And it's a really good, uh, you know, conversation. Well, my theory is that if the Da Vinci Code is slightly true in any way, that that would mean that the whole basis of the Bible is false. That would mean that anything related to Christianity, uh, the Jews, uh, Catholic, Christianity, and any other de- denomination uh, related to it, and our infrastructure in the United States is a lie. Now, I would not say false. I would say uh, it would be it would be people who have been lying to us, and uh, there have been major facts taking out of uh, the context. I wouldn't say it would all be false, though. Well, check this out. The Bible talks about that everything in the Bible is true. Jesus Christ himself says uh, to the people who are judging, he is God. The only way to see God is through him. Mm -hmm. And so if that is true, then the, the rest of it has to be true. How many people do you know that could live life without having, without having sex? Why does it mean that someone... Well, that, yeah. hey, Matt Albert, but yeah, that's, Matt not, Albert that's not, not my choice. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. I'll say this, though. You know, along the same lines, you know something's being left out. I always feel like something's being left out of the story. I definitely believe that, and I'm always very, very uh, interested when they bring up the the lost uh, uh, books of the Bible. I'll always watch those specials on Discovery and... Uh... You know, here's the thing, too. I am such a struggler with my faith, mm-hmm. because even as a child when I was spoon-fed all of it, I didn't believe it because it didn't make sense to me. There are too many gaps. There yeah. are too many lapses. There... I know all of us go through this at some point. I'm not saying the Da Vinci Code is true by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of people agree there's some historical stuff in there that makes sense, whether or not it's about Jesus actually being married to Mary Magdalene or not and having a kid or not, you know, whatever. But I just think there's more to the story, like uh, Burstie said from SecretsOfTheCode.com. Any investigating officer, if uh, they sat down someone, uh, you know, that was trying to explain the story of the Bible they would just be completely baffled by just the holes in the story, where time went throughout this whole thing. And that's when the people who sit there and say it's the absolute word of God, that's the one thing about the Bible that has driven me insane. It's not the word of God. Man wrote it. Mm -hmm. Man wrote that. It's man's interpretation maybe of what God happened to or happened to not tell him. Chunks. Here's what I think. The, The clergy... They were the educated ones. They knew how to read. You know, and this is a common theory. Everyone says this. 
to keep power, they need to make sure that everyone believes that what they're teaching is the absolute truth so that you won't question it at all. You won't question their power. And then you start associating the clergy with being powerful. Think about the Washington Post and the Washington Times back in D.C. One was strictly a Republican paper and the other one is more liberal. You could read the same story, but it sounds like two completely different stories depending on which paper you read it from. Right. I think it's that same kind of thing. You right. Know? I just, I don't know, man. I'm really, this stuff fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Maybe because more than anything else, I struggle with my own faith. And hell, I'm going to get a colonoscopy on Monday. I don't know if i got to ask cancer or not. I may become a believer, but why? Out of some sort of guilt? Because I don't want to go to hell? That's the thing that uh, always bothers me. It's a, Whenever you are uh, tricked into fearing something like it, if fear is your main drive and yes, believing in something absolutely just like the uh the uh the terror uh code warnings that's why were, i think we you were have... you were scared into voting for one party and after you were done voting for that party have you seen that terror level threat warning since yeah no you haven't seen anyway. the you haven't seen the uh, red yellow or whatever but we do need the uh patriot act i'll say that I need to be safe, Dubs. I need to go to heaven. Rebecca and Castleberry, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, good fan of the show. Thank you. Just wanted to say that, you know, do you all bet at all or gamble? Uh, no, actually, I got too much respect for money. I do. I mean, I guess we're betting technically on the big movies of the summer, including the Da Vinci Code. But... Right times will bet, yes. Yeah. Well, okay, then that's what religion is. You bet whether you're going to go to heaven or hell. You just kind of you you're putting your best bet forward and just saying, hey, I'm it's insurance kind of. It's it's it is. I mean, it's uh, I have a lot of friends that are agnostic. Me. I have a lot of Catholics mm-hmm. and Presbyterian, whatever. And I was grown up Christian. Mm-hmm. But you know, of course, there's not everything you can believe. I mean, how did Noah get two of every animal on the ark? And why, did he get... and why did he take the alligators if they're so dangerous? That's the other that thing. That was a Pied Piper, you retard. For malaria? Why did he bring termites to destroy homes? I the, mean, it's, the flute does not discriminate. All yeah. right, thank you, Chunks. And thank you, Rebecca, too. Now, I understand. You're talking about the skin one more, flute, you know. One more thing, real fast. All right, go ahead, sweetie. Also, on the whole Jesus being married, mm-hmm. even if he, is, if he was, isn't marriage a holy sacrament so he wouldn't be going against god if in marriage he had child let me say that is cool and i completely agree why don't we know that though like it it seems like it's almost kind of being hidden if it did happen if it was you would think that it would be uh common knowledge right and it's and it's not actually completely far-fetched to know that that's what religions did you know, they were out to destroy the pagans, mm-hmm. you know, the church. And in destroying the pagans, who I just said, they had a belief that women, you know, there was a whole thing, men and women were like equal, it was part of the whole balance. Yeah, exactly, you, you Catholic, you Catholic barbarian. But that was part of the balance of life. Men and women, their equality, they're, you know. And that was part of the issue. They're what? Equality. <laughs> The Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Your phone call's next. Tuesday night with The Hideout. Oh, we got a lot to get to. I'm sorry. I'm 
doing so much in the Da Vinci Code. I'm reading the book. So many people have read it. Movie's mm-hmm. going to be huge. We've had three guests for you so far with the Da Vinci Code. If you don't know what we're talking about by, uh, I would say, Monday or Tuesday, you will know. Yeah. Um, It's kind of an extended trailer on the radio for you. I'm just thinking, though, man, this would be huge. This would shatter people's faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the book's by any means completely true, but I'm just thinking I for am. a second. I haven't even read it yet, and I'm saying fact. Oops, we reverse bits. I mean, it's completely true. No, yeah. it's not. No way. Now we're back on track. <laughs> Paul in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Got to remember. Go ahead, Paul. How you doing? All right. Um, big fan, guys. Thank um, you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The whole the whole him being married thing may not be, I mean, may be true. The way they explain it in the book sounds like it could be true, but I saw a special on 60 Minutes about the, uh, they had about a week or two ago about the Priory of Scion being yeah, I not saw real. Did you see that? I saw it and I talked about uh, talked about it. How it was a scam by a couple of French dudes. Exactly. Yeah, some guy just made it up because I don't know. They were saying he was he was loony anyway. Yeah, he was. And, well, he was he was kind of a you know skit happens. Yeah, he was kind of a joker. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he and his buddy came up with the whole uh, Priory of Scion or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, that it's BS. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying about the book. It's not you know it's, it's a work of fiction mm-hmm. peppered with facts. Yeah. Like like a lot of people contend with Fahrenheit 9/11. But I said even if parts of Fahrenheit 9/11 are true, there's a lot we got to be worried about. That's what I said when that came out. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Though. I mean, and, and like I said in, in the book, you know, I mean, I don't know how far you are, but. You know, when they say something about, uh, uh, you know, his position as a, as a rabbi or whatever, that at, at that point in time, for them not to be married was almost like a sin. Like, they were supposed to be married right. and have children and, and stuff like that. So that, that makes that part seem like, well, then it has to be true. Right, I got you. Hey, thank you, Paul. Appreciate no problem, it, buddy. Guys. Later. Uh, let's move on to Mike in Orlando. Just real fast, and then we'll move on because we got a lot of stuff going on tonight. What's up, Mike? How's it going, guys? Good. Big fan. Uh, this is coming from somebody that we, we've spoken before, but I was actually listening to the guy that was just talking previously, and I haven't have not read the Da Vinci Code, but I, I'm listening to a lot of things that you guys are saying, and it it's interesting because if you look at the Bible and everything and how it's been derived upon, there's so many different versions of how it started out, and it's basically another person's interpretation of what they look at. Not even that, but it's been written and rewritten and, uh, you know, transcribed. Who was it? Was it King James? Somebody, I I remember, who wrote a version where divorce was okay so he could get divorced. It was something like that. I can't remember what it was. That was actually in the new King James version, not the King James version. Right. And and it's like what you guys are saying. I'm listening to it. I've actually been wanting to read the Da Vinci Code just because I'm interested in seeing the movie like you guys are. It's quick. It's a very quick read. I hate reading it. I'm going through fast. (laughs) I hate it. Basically basically what it is is if you guys think about it, how how faith and how everything else in religion is determined, it's because of your faith and your interpretation and what you believe in. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how you have to set it back is... You know, I was I was talking to the guy that answered the phone, and it's like, you know, Jesus may not have been married, but if you think about it, and everybody's interpretation, every single person that is religious is supposed to be a son of God and son of Jesus. Right. Hey, Mike, we got to move on. Thank you, buddy. I'm sorry. We're up on a break. Ah, boy. Yeah, I'm just thinking about this, though, and how big it would be. I mean, think about your parents, Chunks, who are good Catholics. They would at some point just be like, whoa, wait a second, because that's just not what you're raised with. You know. Yeah, but I mean, it, that's just a different case because I'm, I think they've grown to realize, you know. 
I know your if sister's you have, grown a lot, mm. like out of her pants. But I mean, if you have faith, you have faith in something. What's you're 28 now? You got to, all right. What? What were you, what were you saying, Chuck? I Jones? don't even remember. Was it important? No, it wasn't. Just gonna, I agree. Just gonna get Finally. Dumped. Yeah. He's going to get dumped. All right, last call on this, and then we'll move on. Roman in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Roman? Hey, what's going on, guys? Go, dude. Something I just want to say is that you guys have to remember that Jesus Christ was not Christian. He was a Jewish, mm-hmm. right? And back in those days, in the first century, most of them would get married before they turned 20, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not really a big surprise that Jesus Christ would have a wife and a family. And I think if he did, that will actually add more to his character and... He was all about giving the example, right? So why wouldn't he have a, a wife and family and be a man of the family just like just as he was a teacher, you know? Then, and then why all the backlash toward the story then of him and Magdalene being married and them having a kid? It seems like it would upset a lot of people, and it, I don't understand why, just because, uh, you know... I thought they being married... I thought, yeah, like you said, being married is a good thing, right? I guess so. All right, real fast, too, just while we're on conspiracies. We're not going to spend long on this. But they released the video of the 9-11 uh, Pentagon attack, mm-hmm. and I've watched the thing, and they say this will put an end to the conspiracy theories. Uh, no. Because it's that same footage, it's the same only footage from two different angles that we've always had mm-hmm. of, the pen- of the Pentagon attack on 9-11. The, the short tapes we've always had? Yes, but it's, it's that, mm-hmm. it's like it's a little before, and then it's about two minutes after. But it's the same footage. And you can see something hitting the Pentagon, and it does not look like a 757. It does not look like a Boeing 757 by any stretch of the imagination. Now, I know it's in the distance, but it does not even nearly to scale look like a 757. You know, it's I'm a grainy cons- video, though. You know I'm a conspiracy nut, and we had on the boys from LooseChange911.com, and I'd like to bring them back in at some point. But to me, the video says nothing, and it proves nothing about putting the end to conspiracies. In fact, to me, it almost adds more. Why aren't they releasing the videos from the gas stations, the videos from the Sheridan? Why aren't they releasing that stuff if you really want to squash it? You don't re- squash the guy, the police car coming up to the surveillance. You don't have it where people are wandering around afterwards deciding what to do. In that same little six-second, not even six, but like six-frame yeah. footage that we've gotten before of something hitting the Pentagon. But anyway, go look for yourselves. It's all like CNN.com and all that kind of stuff. All right, Dubs, let's switch gears a little bit. You feel like there's this own little conspiracy upon you by the Florida hospital, right? Yes, they uh, have screwed me over, I believe. All right, we'll talk about that next. And you say you need help. Yeah, well, um, there's a lot of stuff on this bill that I'm not sure of. I throw out one of them and let's see okay. if somebody can help you. Well, here's the deal. I went and got my uh, my nose. My I had an infection in my nose. They they drained it and uh, gave me antibiotics for it. Uh, so I paid the six hundred dollar bill that it was, and I got another bill for eight hundred dollars, bringing it to a grand total of thirteen hundred uh, fourteen hundred dollars for just popping a zit in my nose, draining it out, and giving me. Some uh, antibiotics. All right, throw out one of the things you got charged from that you don't know what it is, and maybe somebody can help you. Well, um, let's see. Um, microbe sense. Gram stain. How much were those? Does it say how much those were itemized? The micro, the microbial uh, sense was ninety-seven dollars. Wow, sounds you, sounds nice. You got one of those? 
No, I didn't. You I, got a grand stain? Damn, no, dude. I didn't. That's the, whole, that's the whole problem. Rolling the dough. And uh, also, two things I do know uh, on here that I did not get. Child aspirin and nitroglycerin. All right, let's talk about that next. Somebody's got to help Dubs out. He says he's being worked over. Mm-hmm. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Still coming up, Joanna Angel. BurningAngel.com, Joanna'sAngels.com. And, um, oh, another qualification for the trip to Vegas. That's all-inclusive trip to Vegas and a stay at the New York, New York Hotel. Uh, right now, though, we're helping Dubs out. Dubs mm-hmm. went to the emergency room for a pimple in his nose. Yes, yeah, so he got, getting, I guess, infected. And is getting charged for things like what? Um, Child aspirin, nitroglycerin. How much were those? Those were cheap. Those were very cheap. But the gram stain, level three emergency, uh, which was the most expensive. I, and I understand that there are different levels of emergency when you go into the emergency room. Uh this one cost me $460. Let me ask you, did you also have the CD changer put in? I wish. You could listen to uh, Gramstein and Duhas. <laughs> did you also add in the rust proofing? Oh, yeah, you're going to want that true coat. Uh, Rob in Melbourne, you're in the Hyde Adam Road Radio. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, dude? I think that uh, what do you got charged for is somebody else that had a heart attack. Usually, That's what I'm thinking. That, that's what I'm thinking. Let me tell you this. I called in there. And I said there, because nitroglycerin is a thing for heart attacks, correct? Right. Yes. Um, and uh, I I called there and said I think there is a problem with my bill uh, that uh, I got charged for things that really uh, I didn't get service for. And they uh, asked me to name off some of the things, and I named off those two things, and I'm like, and I don't know what the rest of this is. And they told me, well, since you don't know what it is, you can't contest the bill. Well, what? With, uh, nitric, nitroglycerin and baby aspirin. If somebody has a heart attack at their house, mm-hmm. paramedics and EMTs give them baby aspirin and nitroglycerin. Yeah. All right, that seems to suck. And thanks, Rob. That because you didn't know what it was, you can't contest it all. Yeah, that's what they were trying to tell me, and I obviously said that's bull. Uh, Did you curse with them? Yes. Did you drop the radio card? No. I, Did you say, hey, I'm Justin Johnson, J-Dubs on the hideout, and you should listen tonight at 8 o'clock. I'm going to rip you a new one. You didn't it, you uh, you didn't know when I came in, but you just opened a whole world of hurt over there at uh, Florida Hospital. Now, again, you went in for a pimple in your nose, and they're giving you stuff to treat a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Why didn't well, you snort Clearasil? Is there a chance? That's a good point. It cost you about four or five bucks. You think there's a chance, maybe, that you were about to have a heart attack and they saved you? No, because I did. I, I know what I was given there. So you had a heart attack. No, I didn't have a heart attack. I'm shocked. I, I didn't know were, it was that bad. I thought you, had, you were in better shape. Never had a heart attack. Fez, calm mm-hmm. down, and calm you, down. And you know <laughs> I'm not in good shape. Now, now, what pisses you off the most? Now, hold on. I remember you telling me that if you went to the emergency room mm-hmm. and you got it taken care of there, mm-hmm. they said it's going to be six hundred bucks. Yes, but if you pay right now three hundred now, it's all done. Yes, it's all taken care of. And, and now when I called and talked to him and told her that, uh, she's like, "That's just an estimate." So two hundred and ninety what two hundred and ninety three dollars and seventy seven cents is an estimate. Wow, that's not true. How can that be an estimate? 
You should have said, I'm estimating I'm only going to kill 12 of you at the front desk when I come down there with a gun. Stop. <laughs> uh, hypothetically, though. Well, they're already in the hospital. I know. Works out well for hey, them. I watch ER. I know that it's, uh, it's a tough job. You're going to be like the nerd guy. You're going to be dead. And dealing with people like dubs is not a fun job. What do you mean with like me? Because I know you're probably whining. You got something in your nose. I was not whining. I, I was forced to go in there. I didn't want to do it. Probably had cat paws up in there. Mm. No telling what kind of dirty stuff you're into. Yum, yum. Chris on I-4, you work in an emergency room? Yeah, sure do. All right, help dubs out. Cause yeah, I feel t- can you tell me what some of the stuff is? He's a little dumb Yeah, a little bit. So uh, the uh, you said it were at level three. Yes, level three. So it's a there's a it's a five level system. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three. One being the the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Two and three are low, and then four and fives are usually like urgent care, non emergency room type stuff. Okay. The uh, microbiology and gram stain. Mm-hmm. That's where they took the fluid from your pimple mm-hmm. and uh, sent it off to a lab somewhere. And they tested the fluid from it. I never uh, received any. Pretty expensive. I never received any uh, anything from uh, the. Did you authorize that, Dubs? I don't believe so. Uh, what's the uh, level uh, intermed assist? I don't know what the, even that is. What did it say? Uh, Ed Love Intermed. A-S-S-I. Well, Dubs, if you don't know what it is, you can't contest it. If sure you, I can. Yeah, there you if, go. You if you can't even point. read it. <laughs> uh, Chris, you have any idea what that is? I don't, I don't know what that one is. Uh, you got me on that one. Oxacillin as well. Well, yeah, that's you... That's the antibiotic. Yeah, that's yeah the antibiotic. But, but the antibiotic I got was sulfamethox, which I was already charged for. It's just a different name for generic and... No, uh, I, I know, but I, I have two of them on here. And I, I know which one I took. I took the uh, sulfamethox. Hey, thank you, Chris. I don't know what to do, Not though. the oxacillin. Hey, let me get my buddy John Carter on the phone. I think Carter can help you. And if one pill of uh, oxacillin costs 32 bucks, would you rather are getting ripped off. Would you rather work with a black doctor? Because I could get Dr. Pratt. He could help I you I would out. rather. I think Dev should get the chick with the cane. No, that oh. chick's a bitch. No, Weaver's just misunderstood. She's a nice lady. No. She'll help you out. That bald guy's a C. He's great, Romano. But yes. He had his arm cut off. you got to be patient with him. Have you got to the point where he gets killed by a... Uh... No! No! You ass! My favorite episode was when <laughs> Dr. Green got beat up by that gang member. I already saw that one. He gets killed? Romano gets killed? No. You're such a ass, I hate you. Oh, Helicopter he, falls out of the sky. I saw that one. No, I saw the one where he got his arm cut off. He gets killed by a <laughs> helicopter? Are you kidding? You mf or how dare you? Billy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Billy? Hey, what's happening, guys? Good, dude. Hey, uh, I might be able to help you out there, J-Dub. Yeah. Uh, um, on the, I guess, an encounter form is what they typically call it. It's the... Uh, Thing that got you is kind of like your uh, your bill. Mm-hmm. There should be a, like a five digit letter coding that goes along with each of those abbreviated descriptions. Yes. You can actually go to uh, cms.hhs.gov or go in like Google Physician Fee Schedule Lookup and you can actually type the code in and it'll pull up the full description to give you a better basis for w- what it actually is. Like intermediate intermed assisting, that's probably they have like a PA or a mid level. Uh, nurse practitioner person and they're probably you know torquing on your nose or whatever but uh, you can demand uh, all your medical records just like an insurance company would if uh, you had insurance and they denied your claim mm-hmm. 
and then just review all the medical notes and basically you can do uh, what would be equivalent of like a discovery you know and and sometimes that'll get them to, to back right up all right, no, there no, you go. Wait, can you put them back in hold and have Matt grab that, uh, website? that website for him? All right, Matt, get the website for Dubs. Hey, thank you, Billy. Appreciate it. Thank dude. you. All right, I'm getting this. Punch Dubs for Why? me. Why? You tell me Romano dies. <laughs> Damn you, dude. I love him. He's awesome. He's a prick. All right, that was actually my chick who said Punch Dubs for me. Because <laughs> we're both watching now on the DVR, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You know, if you need surgery, you prefer black doctors and get bitten for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat, the ladies first in Lake Mary. What's up, Kat? Thank you so much. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? Okay, check it out. Is it safe to assume that you have no insurance? Yes. I yeah, he d- yeah. I, okay, so you're on a cash, base, cash pay basis. Mm-hmm. So what exactly... What test do they draw blood? I mean, I've worked no, in ER for years. What, what, what test... Uh, all right, do? what happened was they came in... Uh, took a needle, poked me once in the nose where the uh, the infection wasn't even at, so right. I was bleeding all over the place. And then they poked right, right. again, actually, where the infection is, and all this pus starts flying out of my nose. And uh, from there, they cleaned it out with a swab, and I think they may have taken a little bit of uh, the pus and gave me uh, my first uh, okay. antibiotic. Okay. The gram stain mm-hmm. is the fact that they decided to swab or whatever the the actual pus. They, they okay. lanced it and they aspirated it for you. Okay. That's it. Did you get any meds? Did you get any? They gave me. Um, they gave pain? me. Th- no, th- no pain medication. What they gave me was the uh, sulfamethox uh, there, and then they gave me a prescription for which I went and paid for at a uh, pharmacist. I have, I have a strong feeling that you've been the victim of what's called the cash pay just you are you are a prime person for we'll just get over on you so what you're saying is the florida hospital is a bunch of hold on we do not no no, stop stop no any such and i'm not either dubs isn't either he's and i know you're not what no he alleges i would actually like to say that for the most part especially er services whether you're on a fast track for minor emergencies like yourself Mm -hmm. and the sad thing is is that we as americans who don't have insurance will utilize the er when we feel in trouble because we don't have any other options we don't want to go pay a doctor 90 bucks to see us and then god knows what else we want our stuff taken care of right now i gotta tell you this too i gotta say you know weaver is dealing with cutbacks and budget issues and she obviously she does too no! No, she doesn't. She's alive in the Thursday ones, you ass. You're such an ass. I hate you. Thank you, Kat. There's a time where she was kidnapped, though, for a few episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, guys, give me one thing. I'm only four uh, seasons behind. Can you let me have it? We'll give you Golden Girls. No, that was in the 80s. You're right. welcome. Dubs, you know how I say we send this to? Who? Our friends at the Sales? No. Please, <laughs> it'll never get done. Uh, our friends are the problem solvers. I like that. Local six. Is Jacqueline London on the case? Jackie. You're not you don't know well enough to call Jacqueline. Jackie Ooh. London. I, I always say bye with kisses. I think we get the problem solvers. I do too. I'll say this. I think it's your fault for not having insurance. Why? This is gonna bankrupt you. 
A nose zit is going to bankrupt me? Take care of yourself. Don't be doing those dirty things with your dog. Whatever, butt lord. You have, uh, <laughs> you're about to have ass cancer over there. Come on, man. That's not cool. First you tell me Romano dies, then you go throw with the ass cancer card? Oddly enough, it was right after he found out you had ass cancer. Um, okay, I'm not doing can't put that up. All right, let's take a break, come back. I seriously say we get the problem solvers on it, though. Say we get Ghostbusters on it. No, it's different. No I'll piss you. I, I had to save you from some sort of a libel suit. Why? You don't know that they're running a scam on you. They could have actually done all that stuff. No, I know they didn't do some of this. Like, bring it in here, let me see it. I'm sorry, real fast. No, you're going to rip it. I'm not going to rip it up. It's your stupid bill, your hospital bill. Why would I rip up your hospital bill? Not like you're going to pay it anyway. <laughs> All right, let me see. Wow, that is a lot of stuff. All right, they did the drainage. I never contested the drainage. Damn, that level three emergency is uh, pretty intense. So $460 for just going in there on a level three? Mm-hmm. Ed level intermission... Assistance, 250 bucks. You got the microbial. This all looks right, man. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're full of it. I love how they tell you, hey, it's going to be uh, $600. But if you pay $300 now, you're off the hook. Mm-hmm. Then you <laughs> then you get a bill for another 800 Next week, it's going to be seven more hundred. When is this due? The 25th? Yeah, they give me a long time to do it, don't they? <laughs> Sons of bitches. It's a good thing you got good credit and you can get a loan. <laughs> Oops. You want to call them? I already did. They were mean to you, huh? Yeah. Did you say, hey, I'm J-Dubs? No, I never threw the radio card out there. Why didn't you? Because I was too pissed to. I think it would have been funny. I was to... swearing like a sailor. What kind of bombs did you drop? F-bombs, S-bombs. Really? Was it a man or a woman helping you? Chick. See well? No, I didn't get that far. She started apologizing at the end because she knew she was being an ass. What are you bitching about? Aspirin's like thirty-four cents. The nitroglycerin was seventy-six but cents. That, those are not the the problems, right there. Oh yeah, it's been a buck ten. What I'm saying is that if there's a couple things on there that I know I didn't receive, and the rest don't. I want to do you a favor, Doug. Don't rip up. You don't even need to pay it. I can't wait. I'm going to spoil every ER uh, episode for you. You don't even need to pay it, dude. Look, I've taken care of it. You're a dick. Here you go. Mail this to the Florida hospital and be like, this is what I think. This is what I think your 76-cent nitroglycerin. Right here. I'm standing up for the man. I'm standing up for the little people who don't have insurance. There you go, dubs. Now we can throw a party with this confetti. This confetti courtesy of the Florida Hospital. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Rolling on a Tuesday, it's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Hey, coming up, another qualification, a very fun qualification for that trip to Las Vegas that we have, all-inclusive. Airfare hotel accommodations at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino. Spending cash. We'll do that in just a second. Dubs, people are calling up. Yeah. Mad about their experiences at the hospital. I don't want to make this into a bitching session because I think the hospital people work very hard. I think they do a very good job. 
And it's not ever on the doctors and people who treat you. No, it's at their their billing staff and uh, the administrative people there. You know there are always medical cutbacks, though. I mean, these things happen. Sure, but I shouldn't have to be a victim of it. Why don't you just pay? Now it seems like you should have gotten insurance, huh? Insurance? If you had had insurance, it would have covered all that. You would have paid about the same amount, and you'd have been in the free and clear. And you could have gotten your teeth done. Maybe getting your eye, gotten your eyes checked. I don't need my eyes checked. But now, perfect vision. Now you're stuck with an $800 bill that I don't know how you're gonna pay. That's your monster cruise money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, sometimes you feel helpless. Mm-hmm. One time, um, at one point when I was married in Michigan, my chick at the time had to have a uh, go to the go to the hospital, go to the ER, and I actually knew the doctor, Doctor Ron. Been on the show before. He he ordered some stuff for her. Uh, it was like a kidney thing. It's some sort of an X-ray or something. I don't know. Yeah, a- MRI something. And the insurance. See, my problem was with the insurance company because we had a hack little BS insurance company with our crappy radio station in Michigan, which was more expensive than any insurance I've ever seen in my life. And they wouldn't cover it, even though they said it was an elective procedure getting the MRI or X-ray or whatever it was that the ER doctor requested, that it was elective so that it wouldn't have to pay for it. How is that elective? 2500 bucks. Jesus Christ. I mean, dude, I don't know. It, I'm telling you, the insurance thing is one of the biggest problems we have in this country. One of the biggest. And, you know, people like Dubs are left out. Yeah, the little guy. You're not little. You got a big screen TV. You got two pets. You got a hot chick. You're not suffering. I am too. My nose was hurting me. You got a nice car. <laughs> I drive a big kid toucher van. See? Fits you. Colleen in Altamont Springs, you're in the hideout. What's up, Colleen? Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to tell you about my fiance's experience with uh, the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, he had this weird illness where he would he was passing out. He couldn't remember the day before. Um for like two Jeez, weeks, speak. he had this. Finally, he went. We went to the hospital. We went to the ER. Mm-hmm. They kept him there for a week. Did every single test they could do on him. Um, left us without a diagnosis, um, and he didn't have insurance. So we got billed sixteen thousand dollars. Oh God! <laughs> and he lost his job because he didn't have a diagnosis, and he works construction, oh. and he couldn't go back to work unless the doctor said it was okay. Now, what did you? Uh, did you stay with him? Yeah, I'm still with him now. Oh, that's cool. At least you stuck by him. What's he doing now? Um, he works at a call center now instead of construction. Falling asleep um, there? Sorry? Is he still falling asleep? No, he's better now. It, it, it got better. We think it might have been stress-related, but we couldn't go see the specialist um, to get the diagnosis or to get the other test done they wanted to do on him. Because... No, because you guys are already $16,000 deep. Well, not only that, that... But, but you have to have insurance before they'll take... Like, I've noticed that lately because i got to go get my colonoscopy next Monday. Right. Christ. But they're... <laughs> but before they allow you, they say, hey, you got insurance. If you go yeah. to a specialist, you have to pay... A... For this specialist they told us to go to, you have to pay a 500 upfront fee to see him without insurance for the 10 minute consultation. Oh, 10 minutes. Whoa. 500 bucks for 10 damn minutes. Yeah. Uh, that, and um, when we called them, we called them to try and work out a payment plan or something. And they told us, um, I'm sorry, you have a debt and you have to pay in full. Oh. 
and now we just got the collections notice. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, good yeah. luck, sweetie. Get the problem solvers on your case, all right? Yeah, I think I'm going to call them. All right, thank you. I'm telling you, man, let's kick it all over to the problem solvers. Our buddy's over at Local 6. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's... This affects so many people out there. It does. I mean, Tommy, I know you've had some issues, too, with insurance. You didn't even want to play in the media bowl for fear of getting hurt. And yet I was the only one that did. Yeah. Sorry about it. Learn how to catch. In practice, by the way. Yeah, learn how to catch. No one got hurt during the game. It was during practice. You jammed your finger. Here's here's you guys. you you got to be there. You're going to save the team. you got to be there. Here's me. Um, I don't think I'm going to do anything good, but okay, I'll show up. Here's you when I got there. Yeah, I should have just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Dave and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Dave. Oh, Dave had something good. Yeah. Oh, there you oh, are. Oh, there you are. All right, go ahead. What were you going to hey, say, Dave? Screw, screw that bill, man. They can't They can't hold uh, a bill for going to the uh, emergency room against you on your credit or anything, dude. So screw them, dude. Go on the monster cruise, man. <laughs> All right, now, I did not know that. Is that true that... It can't be held against you on your credit? That would be amazing if that was true, but now, I doubt it. Well, now I think about it. I don't know if I actually put that bill that I was talking about earlier. Mm. And I, my credit's just fine. Oh, wow. Now that I think about it, yeah, I don't think that really... See, no, I, that's not true. Well, it might be different in different states, because I went to the emergency room before, and I had insurance at this time, uh, but for some reason the insurance got messed up, and... Uh, I had like this hundred dollar bill, not very much, uh, waiting for me, and uh, the, the insurance was supposed to cover it, and they didn't. And I found out like a year later that it was on my credit report. All right, well maybe not then. I take all that back that I just said under my breath. Chunks, you had this issue too. You don't have insurance, right? No, I do, man. Oh, you do? So you go to the ER? It's okay? No, not really. The thing with mine is like I can't really afford like uh, like good good insurance. I mean, I, I guess it is good, but it's more for like if I get like uh, in a car accident, so I need huge. surgery. Yeah, because there's a big deductible. I think it's uh, like a couple grand, so <laughs> I have to go spend uh, like two grand before the insurance starts kicking in. But if you need a surgery that's like thirty thousand dollars, you know, yeah, you it's get worth both it. legs cut off. You don't want to pay for that. That's just a bummer. Uh, Dubs, I don't know what to say to you, bro. I feel for you. I've, everybody has been there where you feel like you're just, it's your health. Mm-hmm. For you, it was a stupid pimple in your nose. So it got infected and started going everywhere. And, and it could have made you blind. It could have given you brain damage. Although, honestly, I mean, maybe it would have helped you speak better. Maybe. You never know. Usually when people go tarted, they, uh, they speak worse, but it could have helped me. Did you really just say go tarted? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just checking. Sometimes you have to with me. I understand. Go tarted. Tarted, yeah. Wow. And welcome to mid-Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too much pop. I hate mid-Michigan, and I hate you. Want to go have a Verner's? What does that mean? <laughs> Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? What's up, hideout? Go ahead, dude. Oh, here's the thing, man. I just tried to buy a house and had to get my credit my credit check, and I had several unpaid medical bills. It absolutely goes against your credit, man. Yeah. No way around that. All right, so you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Basically. No, mo- no monster the, You know, the, the whole thing is I've finally gotten my credit kind of under control and started to fix it, and something like this happens. But you clean your nose, bro. I do clean my nose. I'm picking it every day. 
Dude, Matt Albert got a lot of money. Maybe if we like walked from the hospital to the state. <laughs> All right, Dubs. That's your thing. You're gonna do laps around the Florida hospital. I'll sponsor you a dollar per lap. Really? Done. Please. Here's a buddy Fez in Orlando. Fez, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, FA, how's it going? All right, go ahead. Uh, but who, that, that last caller saying, or one of the last callers saying about your, uh, your medical bills not going on your credit, he's full of crap. It does go on your credit. Oh, man. You know, it, it, you, I, it might have uh, been that way a while ago because I know for a while there, like, uh, student loans wouldn't go on your credit if they went to collections, but that's all changed over since, mm-hmm. since everybody has bad credit. All right. Well, uh, I don't know what you to do. I don't know what you do. Here's what I think you do. I think you go and you get a nice shotgun, put it in your mouth, and show them who's boss. And bam, that's just going to put my chick in more debt. It's not her problem. You blow your head off and tell them, hey, you can't fix everything. You ER doctors with all your fancy uh, charges. Yeah. See if you can fix this one. Bang. Right through the roof of the mouth. He'll get charged for the cleanup. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for you. I really do. It's uh, it's terrible. You should do a fundraiser. You really should do a fundraiser outside the Florida hospital. I should just sit there with uh, one of those milk jug things with my own picture on it. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Oh, man, having fun on a Tuesday, hearing Dubs' problems. <laughs> it's just so fun. Why is it fun? Just because, you know, I'm probably going to be diagnosed with ass cancer on Monday. My colonoscopy. You know, I, I was hoping that you, you wouldn't before. Now I'm hoping you're thinking of me during the uh, colonoscopy. I'm not. And that, uh, that you get it. Hey, real fast, uh, we're going to give away this trip to Las Vegas, all-inclusive, mm-hmm. here in uh, Friday. We're getting people qualified. Yesterday we got someone qualified. We're going to get somebody else qualified tonight. Here's what I'd like to do. Probably in the next 30 minutes. Dubs had the idea. We'll play on words. Las Vegas. Gas is the emphasis. What do you want to do? Best burp? Best fart? How about everybody has a different talent for gas? Burp, fart, whatever. If you can do the best... Female kind? Yes, whatever... uh, What? The... the, uh, it starts with a Q, ends with an F. Uh, Quaff? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but we'll do that here in a second. Just I'll call in with yeah, it. Yeah, we'll... if you can burp, fart, do whatever bodily function, call in with it, and uh, you know, best one wins. Yeah, uh, at least gets qualified. You do win the Bernie Mac prize pack. Yeah, with the martini set, the poker set. I probably won't be air checking this one. That's Why? fine. <laughs> whatever. Yesterday we talked about how we kill people and dispose of the body. They That's have a problem fun, with gas. Let's go to Ashley real fast. While people are lining up, while people are going and what's the eating their broccoli and their beans? The beans, broccoli. Or what else gives you gas? Drinking their sodas. Bicarbonate, for their, yeah. For their uh, burps. What? What do you call it? Bicarbonate. Ashley, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. What's up, Ashley? Ashley. Go ahead. I just wanted to tell him about his medical bills. Mm-hmm. If you call the hospital and set up a payment plan with them, I refuse. Them that, no, just listen and tell them you're going to pay them ten dollars a month. They can't send you to collections, and it cannot go on your credit report as long as you pay ten dollars a month. Right, that's not a bad idea. For the rest so of my damn life. As, it, I know, but it doesn't matter. They can't take you to collections, and then 
you're screwing them, basically. Even though you're paying them, you're still not what going to... What if I just to... do a penny a month? Well, you should do at least 10, dogs. Why? Because well, I, I know that when I had my children, or, like, when I had my one, my first child, I had a hospital bill because I was there for four days. I had a hospital bill of, like, $3,000. And then by the time my insurance covered part of it, I was down to, like, $1,000, and I told them I could... Because I told them I was on maternity leave, and with my job, I can only pay them $20 a month. $3,000 for a baby? I got 1800 almost for a damn zit in my nose. Well, clean yourself. Thank you, Ashley. It was pretty big. It was almost the size of a baby. Yeah, your head. nose swole up, dude. Yeah. I, I may have missed it, but Dubs, did you have the like original receipt that you signed on? I mean, if you signed something with... <laughs> I know it's somewhere. My chick doesn't let that stuff just get thrown away. I mean, because if you sign something, they can't just charge you on top of that, can they? Oh, watch them. Well, I mean, he had a heart attack, so he wasn't really I did not coherent. have a heart well, attack. Well, why else would you have baby aspirin or nitroglycerin? I didn't. That's the problem. Oh, you had a heart attack? No. Oh, never mind, dude. They should charge you as much as they can. They saved your life. Yeah, I mean, getting a, a pacemaker put in at your age is fairly expensive. There's no pacemaker. Roger. Real I see fast. you pacing over there. Go ahead, yeah. Roger. Yeah, I called about his medical bills, mm -hmm. about on his credit report. Yep. It's physically on there, but it's not used against your credit score, your total credit score. So it's, it's, put like your, it's put on the report, but not the score. That's right. They can physically see it, but they can't use it as a determining factor. And just like anything else on your credit, if you don't want it on there, all you have to do is file a con contest it with all the uh, with the three major credit reporting agencies. And whoever you contest your bad credit against, they have 30 days to respond. If they don't respond within 30 days, it's automatically pulled off your credit report. All right, Dub. See, it? people are coming around. Heretics helping you out, man. I don't know why you're bitching I do so appreciate much. No, I'm not bitching at the heretics at all. They're doing great. Some of them work at the Florida hospital Whatever. in billing. I'll smack them. Look, I don't. I've wasted enough time on Dubs and his crybaby. We need the. Really? I can't wait for your butt to get on the air. Can't wait for Butt Boy to start talking about his butt stuff. There's that wit. What are you talking about back there? Get on the phones, you retard. <laughs> Big black idiot. Like, oh, why the race? Because I felt like it. Oh, Sit down. At least I didn't have a heart attack. I didn't. Ouch. You just, what, all of a sudden, now you're a Napier. Now you found your Napier. Good. Matt Albert. Great. Now he's going to come running in here. Heard his name. Dude, he's going to hurt you. I don't know what you did, Matt. Stupid. We need to pace ourselves here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dubs. Mm hmm I wish you the best. I'm sure you do. I don't want you being stuck on that, man. I want you to come on the Monster Crew. Scott in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah. Uh, I was following up on Ashley's where they said you make the payments towards your debt or whatever. If at any time the company decides to not accept that payment, it's considered paid in full. Okay, so if they decide they're not going to take your money, you're all done with. Right. All right, Dubs want yeah. Well, then offer them a penny. If they decide they don't want the penny, <laughs> then you're out. We're not going to take. Seems too easy. Maybe. Everybody be doing that. Well, maybe not everybody knows. You have the power of the radio. Everybody would know that. Which I can't believe, by the way, you didn't drop the radio card. I would have instantly dropped the radio card. What would that help in that case? Tell them to listen. They don't want any bad publicity. That's the last thing the Florida hospital wants is bad publicity. Some 
Chuck Jock. Ranting and raving about a pimple in his nose. Where else are you going to go? There are other places around, aren't there? Walk-in clinics. Isn't there a county hospital around here, too? Florida Hospital isn't the county hospital, is it? I thought it was. Yeah. Maybe not. No, I don't think. I think the county hospital is like on Orange Avenue. I know there's some like heart specialty place near where I live, Dubs. You should have gone there. Why? I didn't have a heart attack. Obviously, you did, according to your bill. According to my bill, yes. Dave in Melbourne. Last last word on this. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, this is uh, this is Chris from Melbourne. Oh, okay, Chris. Say, I agree with the other two callers about paying the minimum minimum each month. Do that. And uh, I have a quick story here. My personal doctor cannot take care of me. According to his insurance company, because they have the almighty power to tell him what prescriptions he can and cannot write. Yeah, that's part of the problem, too, and we've gotten into that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you know what I'm seeing right now? I guess on hideoutheretics.net, they put up the photos of Tiffany um, rubbing down Matt. Oh, that last picture's awful. I guess you can see it on Ask Triple R, too. Are those just boys in the back there? Oh, God. What is that? Look I, at that gut. The... All right, look at the... Th- All right, Matt, look at the, like, thin thighs, kind of, when she's rubbing them down, the lotion down. And then the gut just hanging. But then look at the side view of the the crest. Is that side boob or gut? What? Most of it's side boob. That's side boob? That's your boob coming down that low? Hold on. Let me see the picture. That's I, it's on Ask Triple R too on Monsters FM. That is dirty. That's the closest you're ever gonna get to a hot white woman. You realize that, right? You gonna take that home and run it? Maybe. Did you use that uh, already? Make sure you use that third photo of the side view. That looks on. It's really weird because what weird legs you have? Yeah, his legs. Are in decent shape, but then all of a sudden you just see this gut like just hanging. You look like a melted chicken with its legs fine though. I sprout like a tree when I get to my waist. Yeah, you but are a Christmas not... tree. I, I'm surprised there's not presents underneath you. But it's even more than sprouting. It it almost looks like it's a tumor. <laughs> like it's not real. Like you should have because your legs aren't ginormously fat, awful, disgusting, hideous. I used to hope it was a tumor, just so I could get it removed and, you know, I'd have that I awesome think weight. you could probably go and get that cut off. Look, it's the Grinch and Cindy who? <laughs> That's... All right, Dubs, you want to line people up to uh, get qualified for Las Vegas? Sure. Here's what we're going to do. You're expelling gas. All righty? Burp, fart, gas of your choice, right now. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Disqualified for that trip to Vegas. Vegas. Hence, best one wins. Simple as that, chunks. You think that? At least wins the prize pack, but gets qualified to give away the uh, when we actually draw the winner for the trip from all the qualifications. You have a front. one in six chance. Who's picking the? Uh, who's picking the best? Well, Dubs is the one with all the medical issues. I think Dubs should choose. Oh, okay, I'll pick the uh, gassiest. And plus, it was his idea. Although I've got, <laughs> why don't you put that up to the mic? I didn't even think about it. I'm just so used to doing it off mic, just kind of lifting my leg, like it was a dog. All right, call now if you want to participate. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Reminding you, best one will automatically win dubs. 
this Bernie Mac prize pack that we have that includes the uh, poker set. It includes the uh, martini set and a whole lot more. Then this gets you qualified for that trip to Vegas, like we said. Uh, give me a cookie. Wow, it's like he was here. Mm-hmm. We'll do that next in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, here we are on a uh, Tuesday night in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Call now if you want to get qualified for the trip to Vegas. Expelling gas in any way you choose. Las Vegas. Oh, man, I guess the first reviews are out for the Da Vinci Code. At the Cannes Film Festival. And what are they saying? Lukewarm. Tom Hanks' hair steals the show. Some jeering and laughter. Ooh. Peter Scolari stars as his lovable roommate. Maybe the next day I'll forget about it. All right, so that's what that is, a Bosom Buddies reference. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I missed it the first time. I got it the second. What about the third? That the- was the third? <laughs> or will there be an upcoming one? I'm sure there will be more. Yeah, it's not getting very good. Uh, well, they said as a Hollywood movie, it was a nice picture, but overall... I think everyone should go see it for themselves people, to figure it out. When they, when they make a movie out of a very popular book, it's going to be critiqued very heavily. Yeah, especially at a con. Yeah. You know, at a con, it's going to be really, really intensely looked at. All right, J-Dubs, we have our contestants. At least some of them, if you want to hop in still, mm-hmm. for Las Vegas. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, how will you be judging these? Uh, I'll, I'll judge it on uh, loudness, length, wetness. This is texture? Mm-hmm. We'll start with Casey. Casey in Fort Orange, you ready? Yep. You'll automatically be in the lead, so... What uh, are you going with, burp or fart? Burp. All right. He's going with the burp. Good. I like that. Hideout. <laughs> All right. He burped hideout. All right. He's in the lead since he's the first one. Let's see if he uh, holds it. All right. Now, can you do better than Casey? If someone could do that with their ass, mm-hmm. I would be uh, com- uh, incredibly impressed. All right. Casey's in the lead. There's something about gas. It's just always humorous. I don't care if you're a child. Like, I'm sure when you're 80... I've even heard about this, too. When you get older and you do it, mm-hmm. you kind of do it for fun because you know people are like, oh, he's old. He doesn't understand. Yeah. He he's doesn't the... know what's going on. But you're doing it on purpose. Or just get the kids away from your leg. Right. But you're actually doing it on purpose. And uh, it's just your kind of way of giving back. Here's EJ from the U. EJ from the U, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Are you ready, EJ? Yeah, you ready for this? All right, go ahead. I don't buy that. That's not real. <laughs> hey, that was me. No, it wasn't, you ass. Casey's still in the lead. What was that from? He threw in the Holy Moses thing? I'm sure that was a drop from some movie or something. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. For some reason, just think of that back and then just picture Chunks. I don't know why. <laughs> that just seems to fit for some reason. Let's have a look at his face. The I've torn myself part really hits him. Yeah. It's just a little over the top. No need to harp. I'm a black bastard. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you are, according to Dubs. You certainly are. All right, Dubs. I'm not yeah. backing away from it. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. Come back because we're already up on a break. If you want to get on this, here's what we're giving away right here, my friends. 
if you win the contest now, you get the Bernie Mac Show prize pack, including martini set, poker set, and more. Plus, you get qualified for the grand prize, the all-expense-paid trip for, uh, to Vegas for two Round trip airfare, $200 in spending cash, and a three-night stay at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino in Vegas. All courtesy of the Bernie Mac Show on 65 weeknights at 7. So call now if you want to get in. Right now, Casey is in the lead for his burp of the hideout, Las Vegas. Getting you qualified to send you there. More next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night with the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hey, where's Napier, the intern? Uh, I'm teaching him how to do podcasts. All right, get him in here. I want. Well, just tell him. I'm sure he can hear. Tell Napier, get into the main studio. I'm going to need you in a few minutes. Right now, though, we're going to wrap up the trip to Vegas. Uh, qualification tonight, Las Vegas. Anyway, what you would like to expel. Right now, we have uh, Casey in the lead. Casey, who did, um, what, he burped the hideout? Yeah. So he burped the hideout. We're going to roll through. Dubs is judging. We're going to go through these really quickly, and we'll decide a winner. And then I want to get to Tommy Bateman versus Jack Napier. Because we'll update on that. Yeah, there's a little bit of an update between our director and our intern who are feuding. Let's go to Mike in Orlando. Mike, what are you going to go with? I try to go with a burp. All right, here we go. This is a good qualifier right. for the trip to Las Vegas. Dubs? I say that was uh, more powerful than Casey's, even though he did the hideout. I say uh, Mike in the lead. All right, Mike's in the lead. Now, those are burps, though, Dubs. Now we're going to move into the realm of farts. You nice. Can, you can still get in if you want to. Jeff and Orlando, quickly, go. Uh, I'm going to fart. Here you go. Right. Never mind. This is very loud. <laughs> Silent but I deadly. Heard, I heard kind of a grumble. Silent but deadly. Those are always your favorites. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones when you can feel it in school and you know there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you're you just praying it's one of those. Have you ever just kind of sat on it and just uh, hoped that the smell didn't get out? Because you, right when you uh, shift, you know this is going to unleash into the room. Yeah, as soon as you shift and move gears, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just squeezing thinking, please stay in, please stay in. Uh, Napier, did you, have to, did you want to say something? All right, before you say it, let me get the Napier music. We're teaching you brevity and radio, so you got to get it out before before we play you out. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. What were we gonna say? I just want to say gas or mass. Hmm. As far as the farting thing, gas or mass. Shut up. We got it out before the music ended for you. That's good. What did gas or mass mean? I don't know. At least the bombs are short. Captain Gas, you're in Orlando here in the hideout. You ready, Captain Gas? Let's go. All right, let's see what you got. How about that? Dubs? Was, was that a fart burp uh I think that combo? was a combo. Combo. i got to move it from one end to the other. What do you think? I don't believe it. <laughs> don't buy it. There is too a, quick of a movement. There is such I didn't hear a rustling of the phone or anything. Yeah, it was too easily uh, contested, like... Like you said, like it blended well. Mm-hmm. Almost a bit of a studio mix. Now, if you would have uh, faked me out with just the fart, I probably would have given it to you. All right, let's go to Casey in Orlando. Real quick, Casey, we've got to move on. All right, man. <laughs> uh, bro, I think I messed him, bro. I got to change. 
Dubs. No, that's not real. All right. I need some real farts. All right, let's just go with burps things. You're not buying the farts. You're not believing the farts, are you? If you're going to lie, be good at it. Give it a second to get the phone to get down there and, you know, say you're rustling around. Instead of doing the whole thing with your armpits. Mm -hmm. All right, real fast. Dave on the Palm Coast. Go, Dave. All right, give me one second. Here I go. Oh, this one's coming. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) It's coming. It's trying to come out. It's stuck. I can't get past my hernia. <laughs> Dubs, what do you think about Dave? I like Dave. Dave's in the lead. What? Dave's in the lead he didn't even accomplish. <laughs> but he tried really hard. It's like Special Olympics. Gold medal. Trying real hard. Sorry, Mike. All right. Casey wants to try to outdo. Okay. It's the first, Casey. He wants to tr- one more go around, Dubs. All right, Casey. We'll give you one more go. All right. Casey called the first time. He got into... Can you do it again? Do it again? Yeah. <laughs> Winner. All right. Winner. Congratulations, Casey. You're qualified to go to Las Vegas. Just for, just for the pure fact that I can ask him to do it again, he can do it right away. All right, Dub, let's move on here to uh, Napier <clears throat> versus Bateman. Okay. Now, they have been feuding. It's all on the podcasting mm-hmm. on iTunes. He gets qualified, uh, Matt Albert. Casey does. Sorry, Dave. He didn't even really accomplish it anyway. You guys have been feuding because of Jack Napier talking trash about Bateman. It got a little bit more intense last night. No one is here to save you, so watch your words. I guess there was a bit of an update because Tommy said uh, you had some dirt on Napier. Yeah, I do have a little bit of dirt that he doesn't want certain family members knowing. What? I'm just going to save that for a certain phone number I have. Well, we need to know. Well, let me ask you, Napier, do you have any idea of what it could be? He shakes his head on the radio. All right, nice. So you don't know what the... There isn't anything that maybe you're doing that you think your family wouldn't want? Is it family, you said? Possibly. All right, that maybe your family wouldn't want you to know about? There's nothing I could do that my family wouldn't forgive me for. Okay, what are you doing now that you think they would need to forgive you for? I honestly have no idea. Tommy, any hints as to what it could be? No, I'll just let him think about it. It's a good one, though. Is it something that could get him in a lot of trouble? Apparently. Now, why did you go digging for this information on uh, the intern Napier? Why not? I know you guys have been feuding, but is this for leverage of some sort? No, I just like to make his life hell. Now, do you want him to apologize to you? Because no, I want him to not talk to me and uh, not come around me, ever. But he has to learn back there how to run the board. <laughs> yeah. How to screen phone calls. Oh, yeah, he's done a great job of that. Yeah, he's just starting. And yeah, he's, this is only day five. I mean, he literally started a week ago Wednesday. Well, I guess his mouth uh, wrote a, a, a check that his ass can't can't. Uh, <laughs> I just pulled a napier. He just got napier. I pulled a napier. Damn it. See why I don't want him around? So is there any way we can get you guys together or no? No. It's all, all hope is lost. Maybe if he changes his attitude. All right, what's the problem with the attitude? Well, apparently I need to be put in my place even though I am above him. Around yeah, here. I've heard that a couple of times, too, that you needed to be put in your place. Yeah, but those people don't work here usually. Mm-hmm. 
but now someone who you're trying to teach wants to put you in your place. Yes, and if, if we're going to put anyone in his place, I'm putting him in his place. With this bit of information that you've got. Just in general. And this information just is more fun for me to hold over him. Napier, does that bother you at all that Tommy's done some snooping on you? It's kind of weird that he's, you know, actually going that far into it, mm -hmm. that he'd be that obsessed. It's really, really odd to me. Why is it odd? What makes it odd? I don't consider it that big of a deal. Go ahead. You have uh, a little more time in the music. Oh, that's really it. I just don't consider anything that big of a deal. As far as what you're doing? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Is it gay sex? No. You sure? Yes. Okay. Tommy, is it gay sex? No comment. All right. Well, I just want to see if we get you guys together. Oh, there might be pictures, actually. Pictures of what he's not... Of what the family would be upset about, or... Could be his family, could be someone else. Would Jesus frown upon it? Yes. Damn, dude. You sure it's not gay sex? I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. I didn't say yes... Right. I didn't say no. All right, Dubs. Well, I don't know what to do with those two. Napier, is there any uh, chance of you changing your attitude with Bateman to kind of start uh, maybe getting on his good side? Repair this uh, broken... I tried to be friendly with him from day one. I'm still you know, more than willing to be friends with him, uh, shake hands, hold things uh, done as far as I'm concerned. But I'd still like to do the whole hideout Fight Club 3 thing. You really almost, you almost had, it. had it. You almost were out of the woods there. I can't do it by myself. Don't hold it. It, it would pretty much just end there, too. I, I I have nothing like against him, really, other than that. Then wanting to fight him. Have you ever noticed that Napier makes a really odd face when he talks? Like, almost like a frown? <laughs> Honestly, with the, the way he talks, I can't even stand to look at him. He does, like, this frown So thing, are you going to challenge like them this? to fights now? Because that's basically the same thing I said about you. Did you talk about his frown when he talks? Just the whole way he talks. Can we get a video of it? It's just, it's very interesting. You got to know that, Napier, right? That and his hair. I don't know what he does with his the hair. hair, who cares about it? It's just uh, so odd that it makes me chuckle every time I see it. Whatever, we're straight guys. I don't care about his hair. But the the frown talk uh, is weird. Mm -hmm. All right, look at me, Napier. <laughs> Give him something. <laughs> no wonder it's Jack Napier. You're the freaking Joker, man. You're real odd. Give him one of our reads to read. <laughs> All right. Watch his face while he reads. Do we have a read? Oh, hold on a second. Give him one of the commercials. I'll give him one of these things. Talk about Ace Combat Zero, that second one right there that I've got. Make it good. I need an air check. Yeah, air check it. All right, go ahead. D don't pause. Just, Just read it. Ace Combat Zero, the Belkin War for PlayStation 2. Ace Combat Zero returns with all new fights, action, experience. Fifteen years prior to the events in an Ave... Combat 5, Ace Combat Zero reveals the events that led to the Balkan War, plus you are qualified to win a grand prize, a gaming speaker system. Pick up your copy of Ace Combat Zero, brought to you by Namco. Uh, I make sure we get that one to the uh Yeah, send that one right away. People. I look at the weird smile. What's up with this kid? You're freaking me out, bro. Man, stop with the smile. Stop smiling. There's nothing to smile about. Did you put the Joker makeup on earlier? That weird acne cream that makes you smile and then dies? Christ almighty, look at him. He can't stop smiling. Stop laughing. It's not funny.
Why are you frowning now? Don't frown. Just not make a gesture with your mouth. Turn your mic on. You, when you hit off, it stays off. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's wrong over there? You boys seem to be hating him. What's the problem? Matt, Tommy? Nothing. Go ahead, Sam. Tell, tell what's wrong with Napier. Just him, his smile, his hair, just the way he doesn't turn on his mic when he talks. Mm-hmm. He why uh, he turns it off every time? I don't know. I don't. Well, that's kind of uh, learning from Chunks. Chunks is doing that for a while. Chunks still does it. I don't understand that at all. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey guys. Go ahead, dude. Hey, how much of a pussy does Tommy Bateman have to be to handle this, like a little girl where he's got to go get information on a guy that, that he's scared of, apparently? All right, now, that bring, now, Johnny, bring up interesting points. A, Tommy, are you scared? No. Uh, B, all right, here's what's funny. I just saw Tommy. Tommy, you are such, you have issues, dude. Uh, real fast, you got a couple when of issues. When did I say I didn't? He immediately looked over to see what John's phone number was. What are you doing? You gotta stop that. Why do you do that? Let me ask you. Why do you immediately go for like the secret information or the phone number, or something to scare people? And there's Matt writing it down for Tommy. What are you talking about? I would never do that. You can't do that. What are you? What are you gonna do with it? I'm not gonna do anything. Why do you have it? Give it to me. I don't have anything. Give it to me. I hear the paper. Oh, don't let him in here. Well, now he just you? now he just stuck it down into his pants. Dubs, do you not find that odd at all that this kid gets all sorts of information on people and just holds it? I don't understand why. I don't understand. I, and I've been telling them, anything he could do with any information like that or any uh, kind of fighting he could do would not be worth the trouble it would be in the end, and it wouldn't make you feel any better in the end. Maybe immediate relief, but... Is that what it is? It makes you feel better of, hey, I've got something over that I can hold over you? All I'll say is I won't be doing anything with this phone number. Well, no one will be. Nobody's going to be doing anything. We can't have people afraid to call in. Exactly. I don't know what is Sleep going Sleep tight, on. John. <laughs> no. Don't be You better threatened. stop. Seriously, you better stop. All right, hold on. John's back. Go ahead, John. All right, listen here, you little midget. I'll be... Oh, he got hung up on. Uh, Sorry. Don't, hang, on. don't John, hang up on the listeners. John, call back. You want me to call him back? No. no. Do you have his number? No. John, call back. Look, guys, I don't know what kind of weird, sick games you play, or you guys are playing, but... We've told you the games we do. Stop. It's really unhealthy and uncomfortable and probably borderline illegal. It's fun, though. We're going to make them cry. No, you're not going to make them cry. Yes, we are. Not only that, he gets the phone numbers, and then he he downloaded that Google Earth where it gives you like the up close satellite Shut image. Shut up! Of like the houses Shut up. where these Shut people up. live after he finds them. How can them. you get that? Google Earth, God. dude. It's been out. Shut it's great. You can up. zoom in on anything. Just with a phone number? You could zoom in on anything. Address. You don't need to know the phone number. You could type in the community they live in. If he knows the where the the, the shopping center around him, he'll find out the house that, that person lives in. Stop giving away secrets. You guys, hold on a second. This You're not is... seriously doing this, are you? I use Google Earth a lot to look at things back home. <laughs> what the hell? I have to find things. Oh. You guys are not good together back there. I don't like it. That's why I tried to make the move earlier, because I know they're dangerous. <laughs> Immediately, John calls in, says something they 
Tommy doesn't like. Matt goes over, writes it down. Tommy looks over for the phone number, and bam, there it is. We got a whole little system back there. Look at the two of them giggling like schoolgirls. Over something that's very disturbing. I mean, more than very disturbing, it's... Criminal. It's wrong. I know you guys have done this multiple times to other people. And look at them laughing at their past conquests. No, we haven't. It's craziness. Anybody want to ride down to Tennessee? No. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm a little fan. All right, you know what? You guys have so many issues. And here's what... Here's My friend Sarah Braden is on the case. Stop. That's all I'm saying. Where, where's Kimmy Cahill? Dubs. These kids. We're stuck. Uh, we're stuck with them. We can't have them back there I know handling people. But what do we do? Do we put Chunks and Napier back there and have those two sit in the office? And then imagine what they're going to collect on us. Imagine the three hours that I move Tommy into the office and what he's doing. What he's writing down in his little Hefe book. Do you have a Hefe book? Of course he does. No, it's all in my head. Of course he has a Hefe book. Hefe made bigger, big points with me yesterday. He bought me some snack crackers. What do you mean, snack crackers? Well, then you're, At 7-Eleven. You're getting mm-hmm. the whole box, then. Mm-hmm. For something else, actually. Napier, does this not scare you at all? There's nothing he can do that would scare me. You you really think so? I'm just not a person who's afraid of things. So, all right, so what do you think, what scares you the most then, Napier? Other than drowning, nothing I can really think of. You realize now he's going to try to find a way for us to do a bit with you in a kiddie pool and Matt sitting on you. Probably. <sighs> all right. Well, there we go, Dubs. I don't know what to do. I hate the fact that we're afraid of our own staff. And they are collecting uh, information on listeners. How? I, That's the most disturbing part. Oh, I haven't collected any information on anyone. Me either. I just saw. Th- that I was just saw. a prize winner. No, it wasn't. Right. John won a prize. All right, hold on. I'm going to write down at least, I'm going to say one, two... Three, I think at least four bona fide listeners these guys have done this to. Yeah? At least four. I'm going to say it into your talk back real fast. Okay. All right? Hold on a second. I'm going to turn my mic off. Listen to them giggle. Why don't you guys giggle at your exploits while I'm talking to Dubs in the talk back? I'm trying to think. Are you, are you sure? think it was only five? I, I, I thought it was more about seven. I think it was around eight. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's only been in, what, two, two and a half years? Are you thinking yeah. that? Did you hear those, Dubs? Yeah, yeah and those are at least. They're, they're saying back there at least seven. Are there some that I missed? I don't know. I didn't hear who you said. Tommy? Uh, all right, you know, whatever. I'm going to move on. And it's creepy, too, because I got one mm. of them living with me. You know what's creepy is uh, I'm going to give Chunks a little assignment when he, when he goes back to D.C., you better up. not screw it up either. Real, Real Radio 104.1. It's Tuesday night with the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I got to tell you about this hate hotline. Mm-hmm. A lot of hate out there. Oh, speaking of, we didn't get a chance to get to this. So there's this teacher in South Carolina who is in trouble for stating as fact that blacks are inferior. Yes, he's uh, he said it's an absolute. And you just got to hear this guy. And he's a teacher, mind you, in a school. 
and listen to how he, uh, he's just kind of running on and on. Inside the walls of Brooklyn Casey High School, you expect students to be treated equally. But a viewer tip let us online, where a teacher's comments left us asking questions. These sorts of things are obviously going to upset people, but the truth can be very upsetting. And that truth, at least according to Winston McEwen, is that black people are inferior to whites. And actually, yes, they are. And this has been confirmed over and over, and this is a generalization. Again, they're individual blacks who are more intelligent than individual whites. But as a rule... Exceptions to the rule, as they call them. Right. That is true. Genetics is... Uh, so, you know, IQ tests confirm it over and over and over. Do you think slavery as a whole in America was a good thing? Yes. In America, uh, there was just a cold assessment of, and, and rational assessment saying, listen, if we uh, give these people somehow freedom right now as they are, and you have to go back and see how they were, right? And you can't just assume that they were completely the same as us. And how, wrong. how were they? How were they? They were uh, coming out of the jungles. They'd been enslaving one another for centuries in Africa. And uh, in terms of uh, being uh, used to something like advanced constitutional government and division of power and rule of law, they knew none of that. No, not. So before white people came along, civilizations had no rule of law. And you always have to like the, uh, you guys are better off now, mm -hmm. because otherwise you'd be living in Africa at this point. Aren't the you kind of glad? Don't you think it was somewhat positive? That we raped your women and <laughs> enslaved your men. What do you like to call the exceptions to the rules, Matt? The Huxtable Factory. Right. <laughs> the Cosby Show. <laughs> A different world. Living single. It's a different world. Sinbad was home. funny, though. Dwayne <laughs> mm -hmm. Wayne. So, anyway, here's more. I mean, there's more of this guy. He used to something like advanced constitutional government and division of power and rule of law. They knew none of that. No doubt about it, Winston McEwen has controversial opinions. But do his views make it into the classroom? He teaches Latin at Brooklyn Casey High School. He told me most of his students are white. Is this something that enters your classroom? Is this something that you tell I'm your students? I'm a Latin teacher, so I'm not teaching politics or history. Right there, I'm just teaching Latin. We just got off subject one day, and he mentioned that slavery happened, and we were talking about the vice president around. And <laughs> like it's a like it's one of those cutesy T-shirts. Slavery happens. Right. I dropped a tray in the lunchroom today. Okay. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Like slavery. Andrew Jackson's time. And that's how we got off under slavery. The vice president, ninth grader Candace Carroll, is talking about is John C. Calhoun, someone Winston McEwen admires. John C. Calhoun, actually, greatest uh, South Carolinian in terms of uh, political understanding and wisdom, and he argued that it was a, the institution of slavery was a positive good, and he called it a great good, and it was good. Before talking with us, McEwen posted his views on an Internet website called American Renaissance. Most of the comments on this webpage are aimed at blacks. McEwen's oh, are no exception. I know that was familiar. Why is that in your favorite, Stubbs? AmericanRenaissance.com I thought it was a uh, instructional Hmm. And uh, historical document here, site. Here it is, Central Florida Lions fan. Let me see what he said. Huh? For instance, last August, McEwen said, There is no apology to be made for black slavery in America. Why should today's whites apologize for the wisdom of their ancestors? There will be some people to say that... Did you hear that? 
It's usually you'll get the thing of why should I have to uh, pay for my my ancestors' wrongdoings, but instead this guy says why should they have to pay for my ancestors' wisdoms? <laughs> Just further digging in, pouring salt onto that wound. And uh, uh, Giant Brian says uh, he has a T-shirt idea. Got slaves? Oh. I'm sure this guy would be all about it. Right. Racist remarks you're making. Well, that's, they can call them what they will, but I'm, I'm, if they want to call them racist, I'll just say, well, they're true, and you're going to have to deal with that. But I have a responsibility to speak the truth as I, as I believe it is. So if you, have always, black, if you have black students in your class, okay. do you look down upon those students? Do I look down upon them? No. I, tr- I do the best I can with every student I've got. But you just said they were... <laughs> You know, sometimes you have really smooth clay, sometimes a little lumpy. You got to do your best. Do what you can. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Inferior. You try to actualize whatever potential is there. This isn't the first time Winston McEwen has been in the news. In 1999, he was a history teacher at St. Joseph's. That's a private high school in Greenville. McEwen hung a Confederate flag in his classroom. When parents complained, he was told by school officials to take it down. He didn't do it, and he was fired. Our board of trustees at school ran uh, screaming into the night saying, take it down, take it down, and of course I refused to because you need to present different views in the classroom. That was seven years ago. Today, the Emory University graduate is on administrative leave after News 19 informed Lexington District 2 about his comments. And he won't be back next year, but he wasn't coming back anyway due to a certification issue. Though the district declined an on-camera interview citing personnel issues, they did issue the following statement. The district cannot dictate the personal political views of its employees. The positions of Dr. McEwen are not the positions of Lexington School District 2. The district is investigating the matter and will take appropriate action if warranted. But while his days with Lexington 2 are numbered, McEwen tells us his time in the classroom is far from over. Is that a problem? I hope not. Uh, Am I prescribed for making a living because of my views? Or should I just be wiped out or what? And people like me, what do you think? All right, now, Matt, you said he can be encouraging. How do you think he's encouraging as a teacher? Just saying, hey, at least you can run fast. All huh? right. Oh, your hair's like wool. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's just... You, hey, when it rains, you look like it's purple. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> man. So it's it's 2006, and it's still going on. Now, the, the great... Not great, but sad thing about this guy is, well, the science has finally caught up with our beliefs. <laughs> science has finally proven what we've always thought. How so? Uh, I don't know. I guess because he says IQ tests and brain functioner. I don't know what his uh, what his thoughts are. I want to talk to one scientist who do uh, these brain function tests and this kind of thing and say, yes, it's true. Uh, the brain isn't isn't there. But it's funny because I always thought we'd be past this. I always thought we, like, at some point when generations died off, everything uh, would be cool. Why? Those generations are still alive. I'm just ready for them to kick it. And now you got teachers like this. Well, I guess in Colorado they've come up with a hate hotline. Wherever you have, like, I guess hateful jokes are said, you can mm-hmm. call the hotline for help. Speeches of hate. Right. Well, we'll we will uh, give you the details on that, and the hideout version next.
on Real Radio 104.1. It's Tuesday night with the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, Joanna Angel, porn star, in about 25 minutes, inside the porn star studio mm-hmm. with the Hideout. We got clips from a movie that we'll play for, have her dissect. Get her feelings. Mm. RealRadio.fm is the website. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger if you're afraid to call in, but your phone calls are welcome at any time on any subject. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We heard that racist teacher from South Carolina. You like a nice racist joke, Dubs? I can I can uh, partake in a few every once in a while. Build a career on it. Mm-hmm. And somehow playing the lovable redneck. I don't believe I'm a redneck. I think I'm a uh, regular white male in America. Hmm. All right, that's a redneck. No, no, that's not true. Here's what's funny about Dubs. You're not a redneck, but you could pass. Oh, yeah. You know how black folks sometimes could pl- pass for white folks? Mm-hmm. You have that ability to where if you need to... I can to, jump into any kind of uh, group at any time. Right now, you kind of got a little bit of a uh, skater thing, or I don't know what you're doing with that hat you're wearing all it the time It was cold now. today. Whatever. It was not cold. It was freezing. I kind of think of him as a redneck because he's always quoting Larry the Cable Guy all the time. I am True. not. You're, I hate that son of a bitch you're, well, to no end. Is that one fan. of his jokes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... Break Stop. his neck. Stop. <laughs> Larry's great. I love him. But Dubs, I know sometimes you uh, you don't like mm-hmm. hateful, hateful speech. Usually when you uh, when you I, were second to the joke. Yeah. You, you hate it when you're not first to get it out. Well, the Boulder City Council is going to take up the matter of allocating public funding for a hate hotline. Now, what it is, it's going to give residents the opportunity to report incidents in which uh, boulderites use tactless language. So I guess whenever you hear somebody say something wrong or bad, Mm -hmm. you can call the hate hotline and report them. Now, I don't know what happens after you get reported. I don't know what kind of authorities they can push on you. Yeah, they really didn't say much about that. I mean, it, it is freedom of speech. You re- all you can do really is, really is get your feelings hurt and, you know. I mean, that's one of the big things that's freedom of speech, but maybe people feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sometimes you hear something and you don't feel like, hey, I can stand up to this person. It's not the right situation, but I feel like something needs to be said. It I needs know. to be documented somehow. I know. I'll call a hotline. Maybe I should call the hotline so they can put it in some sort of statistic book so that we know, hey, in Boulder, Colorado, there are a lot of Mo jokes, mm-hmm. and uh, black people are being called pineapples, mainly by delivery drivers. That's wrong. That's you. Huh? Growing up. Well, Dubs, I know this is going to sweep the nation. Now, it's starting in very liberal Boulder, Colorado, but you know, soon you're going to see it other places, Frisco. You're going to see it in uh, Manhattan. You'll see it in these other liberal uh, hotbeds. Are there any more? Other than San Fran, Boulder, and Manhattan. Uh, Ann, Ar- Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. Those damn uh, New Englanders. Yes. We here in the hideout, we decided to hop on the bandwagon first. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Counteract. 
I don't know. How, well, you know, this is still in the working phase for Boulder. I don't know how they're putting together their hotline, but we here in the hideout, we've put together our own hate hotline, and uh, we actually have it so you can call it. All right, bring my phone up so I can dial. I guess press five, you get a black joke. What's the point of a black joke like that? That's not even. Aren't they supposed to be good natured or something? That's just mean. What's the hideout? It's not like you saying it. That wasn't me. It's the hideout hate hotline. That was a good one, man. I don't know what they're doing in Boulder, but we got our own thing going here in the hideout on Road Radio. All right, let's try. Hold on, let's try another one. It really sounded like you. Hit five again. I wonder if we give you a different one. beautiful i'm offended why are you offended i didn't like that joke how are you offended mm. i thought it was great matt yeah that one no not really didn't uh, like it right, let me the try. land women are ugly oh, let me try another one like you've been to the land that one for women press two all right you selected women what do you call a woman ceo of a major corporation a useless whore thank you for calling the hideout hate hotline all right now i'm offended by that one that one seems a little bit over the top that goes back to the whole da vinci code uh men women being equal the church (laughs) has tricked us into that kind of thinking all right, it's the Hideout Room Radio 104.1. Voice guy was good, though. That had a point. Had I don't point. know if this is what they're going to do in Boulder, but here's the Hideout Hate Hotline. Let's try again. All right, so we've done black, white trash, women. Hello. It was You've Latino reached the guy. Hideout Hate Hotline. For white trash, press 1. For women, press 2. For Latinos, press 3. I see that one. All right, that's awful. No that is, considering the immigration debate, considering what it my sound, people it have... It sounded go- like you saying That it. was not me. It was topical. I'm No, I mean, sure, it's topical, but that, that's wrong. That was dude. definitely either you or Lindsay Lohan it, saying that. Well, then it had to be Lohan, because it certainly wasn't me. All right, let's try the last one here, the Hideout Hate Hotline. I think we've done... I guess we have gays left. Mm-hmm. 
hotline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For white trash, press one. For women, press two. For Latinos, press three. Mm. For gays, press four. Right. You've selected gays. What do you call a bouncer to gay boy? A flamethrower. Thank you for calling the Hideout Hate Hotline. All right, that sounded like chunks. I don't know why that one ended up. How does that one sound like chunks? It, it, I don't know. It didn't sound gay enough to be chunks. <laughs> it was a little too much of a straight yeah. delivery. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is coming to our town. I wonder if we hit one of uh, the other ones, if it'll change the joke, or if it's just one standard joke. Let's find out next in the hideout of Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night with the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I saw this thing a couple of days ago, and people have been asking if we're going to talk about it or not. You know, sometimes we'll pre- you know we'll get interviews, we'll talk to people tonight. We talked mm-hmm. to the, uh, the guy from the Da Vinci Code. We have See, Joanna Angel coming up in a few. In just about you know less than ten minutes. But the BBC was doing a an interview of sorts about, I guess, the Beatles versus Apple Computer and the legal battle that's going on. There. Mm-hmm. And they were going to have an expert on. Well, they got the wrong guy. How? I forget what the original's guy, original guy's name was, but he is a white dude like older with like a white beard and he's a technology expert Mm -hmm. the other guy is a black man with a thick french accent who i guess is a cabbie and had shown up for a job interview (laughs) so he shows up there for a job interview they rush him in like he is the guest and throw him on the air asking him all these questions on the bbc so he comes in and they sit him down and they mic him up and I guess he thinks this is part of the interview. <laughs> and it's so funny because you you can hear it in the introduction. As soon as they introduce who it is they're talking to, the guy, the wrong guy, mm-hmm. the cabby guy, does the John Stewart <laughs> like what? Getting panic kinda. Right, like, no, no, you know, and you can, and I don't know if you can hear it, because we have the audio for you, but he literally, I think, goes through these two seconds of, is he going to say that this isn't him, or what? So finally, he decides just to roll with it. Run with the gimmick. And play expert. And it's so douche chill, because the cat is very, you can't even really understand him with his French accent. Mm Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. Of course, he's a cabbie, supposed to, and uh, they they need a technology expert on there. The video is great when you see this guy, and she introduces him. The guy realizes, "Hey, wait a second, that's not me. <laughs> I'm live on the air." And then the process, almost like to catch a predator, of do I just go with it or what? He decided to roll with it, and then it gets real uncomfortable when I think someone tells the anchor in the ear, 
we have the wrong guy. Because you can hear it begin stuttering. <laughs> so it's so good. All right, here, here's the audio. We'll see how it translates. ...for the industry and the growth of music online. Well, Guy Cuny is the editor of the technology website uh, News Wireless. Hello, good morning to you. Good morning. Were you surprised by this uh, verdict today? I'm very surprised to see this verdict to, to come on me because I was not expecting that. When I came, uh, they told me something else and I'm coming. You got an interview there, so it's a big surprise anyway. A big surprise. Okay. Exactly. Yes, right, yes. Hold on there. I think he may have almost admitted. Yeah. But she, as the typical reporter, interviewer, not listening to what he says. Just knows what the next question is for him. Has the next question ready. So here's uh, the interview continues. And at this point, I think he just decides, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. Screw it. Um, with regards to uh, the cost that's in, in, involved, um, do you think uh, now more people will be downloading online? Uh, actually, if you can go everywhere, you're going to see a lot of people downloading to the Internet and the website, everything they want. But I think uh, it's, it's much better for the development and uh, to improve people what uh, they want and to get uh, on the easy way and so fast uh, the things they're looking for. This does really... What the hell is he talking about? I don't about? know. He just started stringing together sentences. Now, do you think he thought this was part of his job interview at first? Maybe at first, but I, I at this know, point he knows. i got to know more about this guy and whether or not he was looking, like what kind of job he was going there for. You know, because he, he was dressed up. I mean, he was looking nice. I would, you know, if he was a cab driver and going there for an interview, just on his background, I would say maybe a limo driver for, like, the guests back and forth from, uh, and that's why he'd be dressed up, too. He goes, it was very stressful. Obviously, his first language is not English. I was already set, and we already started the presentation. I couldn't stop. So that that time I said, keep going. Oh, here it is. Whether or not, uh, they have not said whether or not he got the job he applied for. Data support cleanser. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think that's what I'm drinking right now. No, that's master cleanser. Mm. No, that's what Dubs is drinking for his heart attack. He wipes huh? off the computers. What is data support cleanser? What does that do? He wipes off the dust off the computers. Really? Yes. No. No, data support. Hmm. Does that mean he goes around cleaving? That'd be a fancy way for saying he cleans cubicles. Well, this is gonna sound bad, but it sounds like he's working for Dell on their computer help department. All right. No, it's true. Why with the hatred? I'm not just being hateful. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being 100% serious. Right, it seems to be the way the music industry is progressing now, that people want to go onto the website and download music. Exactly. You can go everywhere. On the cyber cafe, and you can check. You can go easy. It's gonna be very easy way for everyone to get something to the internet. Thank you, Nee. Thanks very much indeed. I think we can uh, now also speak to uh, Rob Pitton. All right. Who's, see, uh, now she's the... starting to stutter and stammer, yeah. so she's found out. If this guy was truly smart, he would have just started speaking in French, and you know, not you know, it, it just totally thrown the whole thing off and got it cut off right away. All right, somebody just told me they just found this. Don't drink muffin says, "Oh my god, I just found it. It's so effing funny." You got to look at the, f the the look on his face of pure shock. Mm -hmm. Just pure shock when he realizes he's on the BBC 
as an expert on something he knows nothing about. How does that even happen? How does that go through all those channels? Usually you kind of have a picture of the person that you're going on the air with, if you're the producer or whatever, and uh, you talk to this guy before you put him on the air. Say, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. You know, give you a little bit of a heads up. (laughs) Even more so, as I'm getting more information on this, this, the mix-up was hard to explain because the BBC staff had seen the picture of the original guest in advance. So they knew they were looking for an old white dude, <laughs> as opposed to the uh, French black guy who came walking in. Is it more embarrassing to be the guy that got thrown on TV or the guest that showed up there and was passed over for a cabbie going in for a job interview? I don't... I mean... Was the guy running late or something? Is that why they uh, rushed someone in? Because they thought it was him? I'm looking at it now. He was at a reception. So I don't even think he knew he was supposed to be there. It's everything I've seen, he wasn't even in the building. Wow. Right. All right, Toasty Stuff wants to add something. What do you got, Toasty Stuff? Yeah, I just heard this joke today. It made me really offended, so I called the hotline. Um... Why do Puerto Ricans have Puerto Rican flags on the cars? Why? So they can know which ones not to steal. That's very offensive. That's awful. Stop laughing, Chunks. That's awful. Write that one down. That's why you call the hideout hate hotline. See, the thing is, he's Puerto Rican, he can say. Mm-hmm. That's the whole trick there. Like with all of us. Like Chunks is gay, so that's why he said that one. I'm not gay. It's a hideout real radio, what a 4.1. Hideout After Hours. Real Radio 104.1, realradio.fm. Time to talk porn. Joanna Angel. I'm on joannasangels.com right now in the stills section. Mm -hmm. Yummy. I forgot how hot Joanna Angel was. I'm in love with uh, Sabrina Sparks. I think she's... Which one's Sabrina Sparks? The redhead? Hold on, let me go over there. Let's see if I can find that one. It's Joanna. She has a MySpace. I just added her. Really? Mm-hmm. All of those girls are in my MySpace. Kylie Cross. All right, hold on. Let me look at Sabrina Sparks real fast. I can't, I can't. Dana and Armand. It won't, it won't let me click on her and show her. Aw. The redhead. Where are the photos? Damn it. So we got these. Now, we have a uh, long-standing relationship with Joanne Angel. I don't know if she remembers. We've had her on a few times. Were we her first radio interview? Yes, we took her radio virginity when her uh, Banned from the Internet movie came out. The Repenetrator. Are we allowed to say it now? Yeah, it's after 10. Then, regardless, who yeah. knows what you're even talking about? We interviewed her uh, a few days before it hit the Internet, and then the next day when the credit card company pulled the site for <laughs> being obscene, as it saw. Because there was so much blood. Yes. Because it was a zombie porn. Yeah, it was about a stripper, just like the the reanimator, that horror movie of the 80s, but it was a stripper who came back to life and was really hot and had perfect breasts. Right. So we, Nothing wrong with that. We talked to her at DVD. By the way, she won the AVN Award for the most outrageous sex scene in The Repenetrator. Nice. Which, congrats. You know, too, I have to admit... It was out there. Mm-hmm. It was very intense. I loved it. Well, she's got a couple of new movies out, joannasangels.com, uh, to get those. Um, but it's Joanna's Angels Parts 1 and Part 2, Full Throttle. Joining us in the hideout right now, the one and the only. Many of you have her as friends on MySpace, Joanna Angel. How are you, uh, Miss Angel? 
Hi, I'm well, good. Long time no talk. How are things going? Hey, did you guys miss me? Yes. Yes. Now, here's what's funny. Question one. Can I get Sabrina Sparks' phone number? Yes. Um, I'm going to say it on the air so everybody can have her phone <laughs> No, number. just me. Um, now, here's the thing. I watched The Repenetrator uh-huh. when we very first talked to you, and that was cool. And I looked and even saw then how hot you were. Now, I remember you're Israeli, right? I mean, you're like yeah. you're from Israel? Yeah. Okay, so I remember. Well, my mom is. Oh yeah, I remember that part about you. Mm-hmm. And I, but I hadn't really like seen you in a sex scene mm-hmm. because um, you know I've seen you in the repetitive. You weren't old enough to watch porn, right? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been able to see too much of it. Right. <laughs> so at least you without blood. Uh-huh. So then we get these in. I guess about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, the Joanna's Angels Part One and uh, Two Full Throttle. Alt, alt throttle. Alt throttle. Alt throttle. Okay. Yes. Um. Thank you, Tommy. And I'm I'm watching them, and we've talked to Joanna a couple of times, and so I kind of have this kind of innocent thought about her. I don't. Yeah. Then I watch the porn, and I think it's the very first scene that I watch with her is her and Mr. Marcus and some other guy. James Dean. And James Dean. And my goodness, the things that you can do. <laughs> I mean... There, there's a lot of uh, choking. Uh, I mean, but it's like... Let me say this. All right, so it's one of those where it's Joanna, mm-hmm. and it's two, you know... Uh, Mr. Marcus, by the way, is uh, huge, you know. I, I mean, thought you were going to say cute. Whatever. He's an African-American. Yes, black man. And the, <laughs> and the other guy, uh, Dean, you know, no He's slouch. Nine inches. <laughs> and, Wonderful. <laughs> and Nine I'm, inches of fun. And I'm looking at these, like, and again, I've have I have this thought of Joanna, and then I watch her go to town, and I watch them go to town with Joanna, and it's the hottest thing that I've ever seen. Normally, I'm not quite into the two guys on one girl, mm-hmm. but I was chanting along. That was work. Yeah, that get, was that was a lot of work. Yeah, that was. That was uh, I was getting tossed around like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, How, that's the best part about it. Let me ask you uh, again, JoannasAngels.com. You did. That's what I could tell. You loved it. It's a labor of love over there. You really dug it, didn't you? I mean, some girls have to go their whole lives without ever seeing something nine inches. Right. To true. Have two of those in me at the same time. All right, hold on. We can't we, say we, that. Yeah, we had to dump that. To have oh, two of I those. Mean, two of those. Well, that's, all, that's all right. That's right. I don't yeah. even know how to say that. that I will. I will try to uh, clean it up as we try to re up our. <laughs> to be with two our men job. like that simultaneously it's is amazing. Right. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's okay. You know, that's all right. It's that's okay. Now here's one of the things that we've uh, done here in the hideout on Roll Radio 104.1. Dubs, did you have the same feeling as me at all, having talked to Joanna at least you know two or three times before? And yeah. Watching. And by the way, you have perfect boobs. Oh, thanks. Like, your boobs are re- and your ass is really nice. Like, you're just really hot. All right, that's one thing I want to ask you about, Joanna. I'm sorry. You're so hot. <laughs> like, well, why are you doing porn? Because you're like... For enjoyment? I mean, is it because... I think... Like, I like it. You're... I'll, I don't know if you. this is even something you'd want to say or even be... But it's kind of like you're the alternative Jenna Jameson. Where, well, thanks. I mean, people say that sometimes, and I get really flattered, because I really do respect Tina Jameson. I admire her. I mean, she's she's really amazing. She's a great businesswoman, and she's beautiful, and she's, you know, interesting and smart. Um, and so she's I get really re- flattered when anybody compares me to her. And then she's really hot, too. So hot that you say, hey, why are you in porn, Jenna? You could have mm-hmm. been, you know, an actress or a model or something. And yeah, but for- who wants to be an 
actress or a model. I'll, you know, I've been offered um, movie roles in legitimate movies in like really? wait a second. So I need to be on set for weeks at a time um, and not have sex. Okay. <laughs> well, well, here's. Well, you can, like, you can, you can always boring. get some trailer action in <laughs> right. back there. But um, that's what one of the things we're going to talk about here is uh, your acting. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kind of do a inside the actor's studio with you. I've pulled some clips with <laughs> from uh, some of your acting. Yeah, with uh, Joanna Angel. Are you making fun of me? No, not at all, sweetie. You know we love you. Joanna'sAngels.com. Matt's looking or at MySpace. And BurningAngel.com. Matt's looking at MySpace right now. And he just says to me, he goes, Damn it, she's so hot. I know. All right, so Joanna, I believe Dubs, which uh, which scenes are well, these? From? I, I will start with the opening scene from uh, jo- Joanna's Angels, uh, the first one. <laughs> so let's start you off can't with that. Say that stuff on the air. I beeped it a little bit. I would love to hear what you guys made that into. Which you mother wants to be first to try my new butt? <laughs> <laughs> You'd better head back to your softball game, little girl. softball you want <laughs> softballs you're gonna get Ooh. or maybe they'd rather play hardball <laughs> just who the hell are you girls anyway we're angels can't you tell so i love you what that is. What were you thinking? What were you? What were you feeling to get what, into character? There? What was your motivation, uh, Joanna Angel, during that? Marvelous, scene? marvelous, <laughs> Joanna. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like when you want. All right, I'm watching the trailer right now. It's so cute, right? It Wait, really watch is. the trailer for Joanna's Angels too. All right, watch the one for. T- I'm watching whatever's on the website right now, JoannasAngels.com. Is that the oh. one for two? Or is that the one for one? Thanks for um, Go to burningangel.com and then go um, on the homepage. It says click here to watch the trailer for Joanna's Angels 2, like right next to the phone. All throttle? I, I'm yeah. looking too. I, here's the great thing about these trailers you get to see your boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do that with trailers. Oh, sure. Yeah. I've, I've run batches of trailers over and over again. I hear there's one of Joanna laying back and two girls. Getting oh, milk. We're watching the trailer for Joanna's Angels, not two. Yeah, all right, no. hold on. Let me go to the second one. Go to two. Because while it's a, while it's you're going to two. It just came out. All right, all right well, let's go to two. I'm sorry. While you're going to two, uh, we'll, we'll go with our second clip from Joanna's Angels. It's Lizzy Pete. Hello? Dude, where the hell have you been? Huh? Um, uh, working? Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm going to send James your message. All right, great. Well, I gotta run home first and get my charger. Winston's almost out of batteries. I'll meet you in the office in an hour. Um, and you better have those butt cleaned. The other night James was over and I pulled out my Tristan one and it was covered and. Okay, well let's just say it wasn't very clean. Ew. Dude, how many times have I got to tell you that you got to start using something water-based? Um, hello. Do I work for you or do you work for me? Now shut the up and do what I say. Oh shit. Fine, I'll see you at the office. Marvelous. Marvelous, Joanna Angel. 
BurningAngel.com. Right, that's it's actually funny too, which is. Fu- <laughs> did you write this? Because I know. Yeah, I did write it. I worked hard on that script. No, I like the dancing parts. What are the dancing parts? Oh, I- and Joanna's Angels too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just starts. There's this one scene of her just dancing around. Yeah, it's because I'm in my room and I don't. I'm supposed to be doing my job, you know, like saving alt, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it. I just make everybody else do the work, and I'm just sitting in my room painting my toenails and singing to my favorite Harmar Superstar song. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to get the, uh, I'm loading now. And doing probably the most unsexy dance in the history of pornography. <laughs> Worked for me. Um, I think I fast forwarded that I was doing things one. from the Michael, the, the moonwalk to right. the Egyptian Hot. to uh, the, uh, I don't really know what most of those 80s dance names are, Roger but I, I did all the ugly dances I could think of. Cabbage Patch. Tootsie. Yeah, I was doing the Cabbage Patch. <laughs> you know what annoys me is that back like a year and a half ago or whatever when Repenetrator came out, she actually invited us up to New York because we were like the first radio show she did. And yeah. we were trying to help her find locations for uh, Joanna's Angels too. Because I remember she said she needed, like, a school or, like, a gymnasium to film some stuff in. And she invited us up to the uh, opening night. I remember you wouldn't let us go, Tommy. You said only you were going to be able to go. I should have gone. All right, look at this picture of Joanna. Damn, she's so hot. How tall are you, Joanna? Um, 4'11 and 3 quarters. Get out. Oh, that's so... All right, hold on. Look at this, Chunks. Look at this. She's in the corner with, like, some stockings on. That's the preview? No undies. No, here's the preview over here. (laughs) Check out the one I just sent you. All right, hold on. Let me go find that one. We're talking to Joanna uh, Angel, BurningAngel.com, right now to watch the preview for the second Joanna's Angels. It's the sequel to America's most important movie. <laughs> All <laughs> throttle. All right, hold on. Let me look at this other Oh, damn. All right, we got another clip? From... We have another this clip. This is from the first one. I wish we had them from the second. Maybe that's for next time. Yes. All right, here we go. James, I'm so glad you're here. I didn't think you got my message. No, I came here as quick as I could. There's only one problem. I couldn't decode it. James, this message isn't encoded. It's in cursive. (laughs) And what part of I want you to (laughs) out of me do you not understand? All right, that's funny. That's actually <laughs> that is funny, right? That is funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right, so Hideout Road Radio 104.1 talking to Joanna Angel. Well, what I like most is uh, the next couple of clips I have. I only have two more left. But the way to defeat the bad guy in Joanna's Angels, the uh, original one. They can play anything from the second. I don't have the second one. I didn't I'm know sorry. We were first. The cavemen over here. I didn't know we had the I, second I, one. We'll have you. How about? Do you want to do uh, round two next I week? Will, I will do round two. All right. Yeah. Obviously. Um. All right. Here we go. All right. And uh, this is how they discover how to defeat the uh, the bad guy. Because of that pistol fellow's obvious hostile intentions towards you and the angels, I've advised James to be on alert should you need his help. I almost forgot. The club is located at 2nd Avenue between the 5th and 6th streets. 2nd Avenue between 5th and 6th? Isn't that lit? Lit? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have, however, figured out the cure to Tommy Pistol's insanity. It's a highly delicate technique called the magic hand... I'll have to do the details in a few. Great. I love you. I'll be at Katrina's in 10. Joanna out. 
Oh, it's great. <laughs> the magic hand. Uh, Handy. Right. Occupation. Right, exactly. <laughs> I like that, hand occupation. I, that's very good. Hey, Joanna, seriously, we'll pull tr- clips from the next one if you want to come back in. We didn't know that we were pushing part D. You're pushing, you're pushing, yeah, you're pushing part two. All right. Why is Angels 1 came out last September? Well, I'm sorry for a little behind the time. You, you guys are cavemen. We, we really are. You guys are porno cavemen. Trust me, we're just getting into this whole new thing. You should see what I'm doing. I'm so archaic. Right. Uh, <laughs> I will... You're watching it on a VHS player, aren't you? I will... Yes. Yeah. Hey, Joanna, I actually, have... I have to put yours into my PlayStation 2 because I don't have a DVD player yet. So, yes, <laughs> we are cavemen, Joanna. I, I've heard rumors about you writing for Spin Magazine. I do. My first, the first issue comes out like in like a week or something. Uh, what are you writing about? What do you think? Porn. Um, writing about a... Uh... Uh, how to change your carburetor. <laughs> I'm writing the mechanic, the technology section. Right, there's no need to be a smartass. <laughs> right? So basically, she's mastered the internet, mastered movies and DVDs. I'm going print. Look at that. She's, done, she's written a chapter in a book, and now she's doing a magazine. You really have climbed the ladder incredibly fast. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I work hard. That's true. Mm-hmm. I really like Yum. to, you know. I, I love. I really like doing this stuff. But yeah, I'm going to be writing a sex column, um, and basically, I'm giving everybody bad advice. All right, that sounds. I'm like giving fun. you all the all the all the answers that you really want to know. Yeah, you're a regular Carrie Bradshaw. All right, let's. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, nice now, Sex in the City reference. <laughs> you sissy. Now the one uh, clip we do have left is them actually applying the magic uh, hand, hand occupation. Hand occupation. Hand occupation. <laughs> Of course! Hold him down! Something's overwhelming me. It's a great, good feeling. All warm in the groin. Oh, this magic hand is amazing. What's that in the distance? It's a light. God, it'll come to the light. Oh! Who are you? Where am I? <laughs> Marvelous! Stupendous! It's a cute movie. It is. I actually was laughing, and uh, I had to pull the clips from uh, this today, and it was the first time I've ever fast-forwarded through the actual sex scenes to get to the acting. Uh, but it's very, very fun. Well, Joanne Angel... It's and I will act- do the same for... Uh, jo- for alt, uh, alt Throttle. Yes, part two for Joanna's Angels. Did you watch the trailer? I'm watching it now. It's taking forever to load, but we have crappy computers, so I don't think that's your fault. I did go into BurningAngel.com to see it. Okay. It's Thanks. I've watched it. I mean, I have. I think I watched that one first. I watched them out of order, so I was a little yeah. lost. So you must have been really confused. Right. Whenever you like, you watch Return of the Jedi first, yeah. as opposed to Empire Strikes Back, and you're wondering, hey, how come he does? How come he's working on his hand? What know. happens to his hand? Exactly. Um, all right. Well, Joanna Angel, I'd love for you to come back into the hideout. Actors Porn Studio once again here in the next like ASAP. Yeah, well, so, I'll get it done. Uh, yeah, for... I'm not doing anything in uh, ten minutes. Well, we can't pull the clips that fast. Obviously, you had to hear how much <laughs> beeping we had to do. Uh, but let me put you on hold. Uh, Tommy, talk to her. See when she's available again. We'll play uh, when once... you're on. While you're on hold, uh, get me Sabrina Sparks' number. All right, Joanna Angel, uh, Joanna'sAngels.com, BurningAngel.com right now to see the preview. For the second of the Joanna's Angels. And hold on, sweetie, okay? And we'll have you on again. Yes. Hold on. 
I didn't realize we were here to push part D. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known. I would have uh, gotten both clips. I th- that one was fun, though. Yeah. It's actually funny. I, that's why I told you, just give it a chance, because there, uh, you know, there is some bad acting in there, but there's also funny parts. Right. Well, I'll save this for when we talk to her later. I'll take a, I, there's something else I want to say, but I'm going to save it. We'll see if we can pull the clips and do that again tomorrow. That was fun. To Hideout, Real Radio. Heard it first, Local 6, upcoming still. Hideout Headlines Game Show, Profane Preacher, all next in The Hideout. Finishing strong on a Tuesday. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> About to do her first, Bob, Pryor, Bob Fryer, Local 6, News at 11. When's Joanna coming back on? Or is she? I have to call her uh, tomorrow sometime. Was she mad at us? No, why? She seemed a little mad. Like, we've like, talked to her like, a couple of times. This was the last, like, she didn't seem so excited. No, she sounded kind of tired to me, but she, she was in a very good mood when I talked to her and said, have a good night. Okay, cool. Yeah, because we like her. And she's mm-hmm. dreaming of me. Whatever. Some of Did that you might get that be. Sabrina Sparks number for me? I'll get it tomorrow. Thank that, you. The, Do you the want part, me to get her on the, the show? The part two one, yes. yes. The part two one is the one that I had actually seen with Mr. Marcus, and it's it's pretty good. That's the one I was complimenting her on. All so. right, I'll, I'll pull some clips from two. For Inside the Porn Actor Studio, mm-hmm. again with Joanna Angel. Um, all right, nice segue. Welcome in Bob Fryer, <laughs> Local 6 News at 11. Oops. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. You guys are talking about port two, part two of a porn show? Yes. Because if you miss part one, you you're don't never know. figuring out what's going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the plot thickens, Bob. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Oh, all righty. <laughs> so do yeah. other things. All righty. Uh, what's going on in the news? Well, I tell you what we're not going to be talking about tonight, and that's Brush Stars. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. No? Aren't we all tired of talking about that? Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm almost longing for hurricane season, so we don't no, have to talk about brush Don't right. say that. I'm going to pull the tape, and uh, we'll be playing <laughs> we'll for that you play, later on. You play that after, like, the fourth hurricane, great. <laughs> Remember Bob? He wished for the hurricane season. <laughs> Remember right. all the horror and all those of you that don't have roofs anymore? Well, this is what Bob wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. But at least we're not on fire. Right. Good Lord. Um, hey, you know what? We didn't even get a chance to talk about this, but it's a very, quote, Quote, sexy story, this women's soccer team. What's about that? Yeah, you know, I, you, you hate to see all this hazing stuff. You would think that schools would figure it out by now that it's just stupid and it just gets you into trouble. And what's the point, right? But we got a soccer team that uh, is actually the whole team, a girls soccer team, has been suspended. And we're going to show you some of the some of the pictures of what they were doing and what was going on, or at least allegedly. But the, the pictures don't look good, and you'll get an idea of why the entire team was suspended. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen those photos. And uh, yeah, it's definitely worth tuning in coming up at eleven. Yeah, and then we got uh, and then we got this woman driving down the road. It's crazy. She shot at, and well, the bullet the bullet actually hit a, a couple of things, but it also hit her bra. It hit her bra and then landed in her lap. So, so the, she's like, my bra saved my life. The, and what, she might be right. I mean, Did it hit uh, the underwire or what? Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to, you're going to have to tune in and find out. Uh, it was a thick strap, and uh, oh. she's saying uh, she got a little dented there. But uh, All right, now, did you do the usual chuck jock thing and ask bra size or no? <laughs> no, I'm going to assume no. No, I, we, you know, we like to keep people abreast of what's going on. <laughs> nice. Uh, Bob Fryer, Local 6 News at 11. I love it. And uh, finally. And then, we've got some, and then we got some, uh, we got some muffins. All the, there's, there's teachers, there's staff at some school. They all get sick, and it all they trace the whole thing back 
to a bunch of muffins. And now they're looking into the muffins, and they're thinking maybe somebody laced these with something. So we'll tell you more about that, too. All right, now let me say this, Bob, before we let you go real fast. Um, Dubs, we talked about earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. We're not going to say which hospital, because yeah. we've said it enough tonight. Dubs went to a hospital here in the area and really feels like he's gotten kind of worked over by the charges. And we're thinking this may be something for the problem solvers. Worked over? You mean like they're charging him too much? Right. They're, they're, and they're, char- they're char- No, I don't. And they're charging me for uh, stuff that I didn't receive. He's almost. Po- and then we had the phones just jammed with people, kind of the same complaint about the same place. Well, did you get your parking validated? Because that can add up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's yeah. what we were saying. Did you get the CD changer and the right. rust proofing? Right. Um, the undersiding. True uh, h- how do we get a hold of the problem solvers if we need them well you know you can i mean they're they are pretty backed up the best thing to do is leave a message and they and they get back to you they, they go through a lot of them but you guys are in a nice situation i mean you happen to know somebody who works here i.e me mm-hmm. and uh, if you'd like me to uh you know drop a little uh, bit of information on one of their desks i have michael Feld here all right or stephen cooper tony pipitone nancy alvarez all the all the gang all right, so we may do some because Dubs really feels like he, you know, he got jobbed and yeah. he's, he's pretty upset about it. So I mean, and let me tell you a little bit of what he's happened. He's got to go. He's got to go. Oh, work. I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah, we don't need to take up any more of his time. Bob. Bob. You can do what? We're just sitting here talk. All right. What All right. Well, I, I, like I'll, I'll just give you a, a abbreviated uh, thing of what happened there. Um, I went in because I had this infection in my nose. Oh, okay. Because, because I, you know, I don't want to get into any other kind of. Infection. Right. No. Uh, so what they did, they took a pin, popped the infection, gave me some antibiotics. Nasty. It came to a grand total of what would have been about uh, thirteen hundred dollars. Wow. Really? Yeah. And uh, did you go to the emergency room? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's but rough. I mean, you are you're paying as soon as you go in, mm-hmm. and without insurance, that's rough. But uh, a few of the things on there that I know I didn't get, and I know that are. Wrong. Oh, did they uh, itemize for you? Yeah. Okay. Child aspirin and nitroglycerin were on the list. You're kidding. No. Wow. So there are some there are some uh, discrepancies and, and so on there. So Dubs that. calls them today and says, hey, I know I at least didn't get these two things. And I want you guys to, uh, and I want to uh, contest the rest of them because I don't know what the rest of them are because they're all very medical terms. And they, yeah, what they tell you? Uh, that if I don't know what they are, I can't contest them. Yeah, see, that's rough because, you know, what are you going to say to the doctor? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's like when you go in and get your car fixed. Well, you know, Mr. Fryer, you're going to need this and this and this. Mm-hmm. That's why I always leave Channel 6 stuff around when I go and get my car done. That's what I they told Dubs. They usually don't mess with you. That's what I told Dubs. Yeah. He should have played the radio card. Play the radio card. And he didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. you uh, got to play that card. All right, Bob Fryer, Local yeah, if 6. You, if you want, I'll, I'll run it by some of the guys. And we'll give you a holler. I would love that. Okay. All right, awesome. We appreciate it. Bob Fryer, Local 6 News is Love, coming up 28 minutes from now. Oh, wow. I better throw on the suit. All right. <laughs> we'll see you, Bob. Later, we'll talk Bob. To you. Bye. Love that guy. He's awesome. He and Jackie are badass. Mm-hmm. Local 6 rocks. Very personable. Yeah. Which you don't usually get with TV people. No, they're usually no fun. They're awesome. Marla Weech came in here. She was a blast. Yeah, everybody ready to joke around and have fun. I love it. <sighs> hey. Let's give away some prizes. Do we have the Hideout Headlines game show? Yeah, we do. Um, Dare we it's let a, it, Napier host it? it? it, it we, he <laughs> wrote him up, so why don't we let him try? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, if I'm you look glad at we the, have a half hour left. It's going to take that whole time for him to get through two questions. Do you see how messed up the answer sheet is over there, Doug? Yeah, it's, it's all different, different font, font and uh, some stuff's uh, uh, you know um, capitalized, some stuff isn't. Uh, here's... 
Here's what's, we have some badass prizes. We got The Ringer on DVD, which was uh, obviously with Johnny Knoxville. Very good movie. I just won this one. Ace Combat uh, Zero, the Balkan War for PlayStation 2. All-new flight action experience. Um, J-Dubs, we also have tickets to see the new cars in Blondie. Oh, wow. You know, I'm looking at the sheet right now. Is that why you picked that movie? I'm looking at the sheet. It looks like I'm looking at the shed of a beautiful mind. Just, there's nothing with any order. Uh, also, we got tickets to the first Predators playoff game. Oh, wow. Sunday, May 28th, 407-44 Preds. All right, call now. Hideout Headlines Game Show next. Hosted by Napier or no? <laughs> sure. Let's give it a shot. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, before we do that here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, I want to say a happy 21st birthday to uh, Nick from Merritt Island. Uh, he and his buddies sitting around. Happy birthday, Nick. 21st birthday. I know it's always a biggie, spending it with the hideout, getting, sitting around, getting drunk. So, uh, happy birthday, dude, and thanks for being a loyal listener to the show and entering that all-important demographic. You can now purchase beer. Yes. So, and any alcoholic beverage. So, congratulations. All right, let's let's give this abortion a whirl. <laughs> Here's Jack Napier. Hideout intern to host the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, he looks over at. <laughs> What's wrong? Stop the grin. He looked over. Did you notice that joke? He looked over at me like he was an anchor. Like, thank you for tossing it to me. <laughs> oh my god! I hate you. Like here, like you're the damn sports guy over yeah. at Local Six, and he was like. Thank you. And here I go. I'm kind of a big deal, you know. All right, let's start it off with... <laughs> so People hey. know me. All right, Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> here's Ryan at Cocoa Beach. Ryan, which category? World, national, local sports, entertainment, or strange news? Entertainment. All right, here we go. Entertainment is multiple choice. While on the set of his latest film, Evan Almighty, Steve Carell was injured by what animal during filming? A, a sheep, B, a skunk, C, a rat, or D, a squirrel? Say A. Congratulations. Hey, that wasn't that bad, Napier. Thank you. A little monotone, but other than that, I thought it was fine. First question, I think it was damn good. Uh, Let's move it on to Heretic Rocky. You ready, Rocky? It's Lucky. Lucky. All right. It's Heretic Lucky. Come on, what's up with Matt tonight? I don't know. He's uh, No, he, he's got too much gravy in the air. All right, here we go. Uh, world, national, local, entertainment, or strange? Uh, let's go local. All right, here we go. Local is multiple choice. A homeless couple was arrested in Tampa for what? A, possession of crack cocaine, B, vagrancy, C, having sex mind a 7-Eleven, or D, urinating in public? Oh, uh, let's go D, uh, peeing in public. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to say sex at 7-Eleven. You would be right. <laughs> Do you have the details on that one? Yeah, I'm Napier? looking for it right now, man. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I like the details. I sure really want to know what's the right. Oh, the one right in front of you. Oh, yeah, right in front of me. Tampa, uh, a homeless couple was arrested uh, after... You already read the story. Okay. What are the details, though? Um, they were homeless, having sex at 7-Eleven? Pretty much, yeah. In Tampa. 
Um, All right, let's move on to Wacko Bill in Daytona. You ready, Wacko Bill? <laughs> yeah. All right, the World National Sports or Strange News? Which one do you want? Uh, let's go with uh, Strange News there, Chisel Chest. All right, Chisel Chest, what the hell? Strange is still in the blank. A British heiress's 17-year-old marriage was nullified when she discovered her husband was what? That fill in the blank? Yes, it is. So marriage nullified when she found out that her husband was what? Uh, small. <laughs> <laughs> I like the answer, but sorry, no. A woman, I guess. Is that? Well, right? I guess that kind of fits. Yeah, in. She, um, it was a woman who had a sex change, and um, now it's legal in Britain apparently, but it wasn't at the time they were married. Mm. So it got nullified. Got what? Nullified. What? Nullified. All right, just wondering. What was that? Like null and void type of... I mean, but what was the word he said? Nullified. I still didn't get it. Nullified? Mm Mm-mm. Not hearing you. Let let me turn up my uh, headphones real quick. All right. What was that? Nullified? Is his mic down? I think his mic's turned down. Can you tuck right into the mic? Nullified? All right, I'm going to blast my headphones here. Right. Nullified. We got to move on, Dubs. I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I could hear him. Um. Robin in Orlando, you're in the hot. In normal jobs, your you boss shot it. Okay. You shot it. I don't care. This is a normal job, you idiot. All right, Robin, you ready? Yeah. All right. You want world, national, or sports? Uh, national. All right, here we go. National is true or false? <laughs> a Houston teacher was arrested for having a relationship with an underage student after asking the principal if he could take her to the prom. Is that true or false? True. You're a winner, Robin. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sweating from laughing. It's so great. The follow-up there of Mike's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, let's move on. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. You ready, Anti-Matt? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Uh, you want world or sports? Sports. Sports is multiple choice. A 24-year-old, uh, 24-year-old Justin Gatlin earned a world record by sprinting 100 meters in 9.76 seconds. He broke the former ro- world record by A, 4 seconds, B, 4 tenths of a second, C, 1 tenth of a second, or D, 1 one hundredth of a second. Oh, what? Uh, uh, C, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job, Napier. <laughs> really, it's not going <laughs> that bad. All right, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's go with uh, Ro- Robin Sanford. Rob, you're left with World News. Sounds good. World is fill in the blank. Name the city in Japan where a burglar gave a 35-year-old woman a shoulder massage for several hours after breaking into her apartment and tying her up. Uh, Tokyo? That's correct. Good nice. Job, Rob. Good job, bro. 
He also stole, a, what was it? Um, $1,900 in cash? Yes. And, and her ATM card? Yes, and he returned them afterwards, like she asked. All right, Chunks wants you to speak up. He can't hear you in the back. I get right on top of the mic and say hi to Chunks. Hi, Chunks. Hmm? One more time. Can you do it in Spanish? Do we have dead air going right now? Hola, Chunks. Dubs, you hearing that? Mm-mm. Hear this! Wholesale Furniture Market, sofa, love seat, just four ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture segue. Market, State Road, 436, the Casper, next to the Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. You know what, let's, um, I want you to do this one, Napier. Why don't you read this one right here, Wholesale Furniture Market. Make sure you read it nice and loud, okay? Mm-hmm. Wholesale... Wholesale Furniture Market, factory closeout, solid wood dining sets, half off the tables, plus... You need to start a- reading it before the uh, music runs out. All right. Um, plus, you get chairs for okay, free. Okay, hold on. Wholesale- the music didn't... The music was still... All right, let's start it over. All right, Rick, go ahead. Go. Wholesale Furniture Market, factory closeout, solid wood dining sets, half off the tables, plus you get the chairs for free. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407 you got to get it in before the music, music ends. Uh, okay. All right, let's All go. Right, louder and faster. Here we go. Wholesale furniture market, factory closeout, solid wood dining sets, half off the table, plus you get the chairs for free. Wholesale furniture market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Yeah! It's a hideout. Profane preacher, spirit of the truth, two next in the ra- uh, real radio 104.1. Last we have you to say today. What you talking about? We on the air. What you talking about, Willis? Speak up, boy. You on the air. What you got to say? What you talking about, Willis? Goddamn, every ignorant mother house nigga in all the mother south central want to call. Talking about with the Lord. You can't hang with me, bitch. I'm trolling straight from the survival scroll. What you, what you, what you studying from? You sitting there straight butt naked. That's Spirit of the Truth 2, Profane Preacher. I gotta say, I'm proud that we were the first ones on that, Dubs. You're hearing it everywhere else. We played it first thanks to Matt Albert who found it. He's always about three or four days ahead of the curve. He really is. That's why a lot of stuff you hear first. Tommy, Chunks, Matt work very hard all over the Internet, and they find this stuff so we can play for you. So that time the guy's uh, running a bit on the Profane Preacher, who's a guy who has a cable access show, and basically takes phone calls, reads out of the Bible, and curses. Mm-hmm. Black guy with long braided hair. He's a Christian shock chuck. Yes, he is. <clears throat> All right, someone actually asks him the track before that dubs. They asked the profane preacher why it is that he curses. Where did you come from? I'm from the kingdom of heaven. I walk in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. But why, why so much curses stuff? I believe in God. Because I'm God. Listen, <laughs> Why are you cursing, bitch? Because uh, I'm God. All right, so the, after the talking about Willis... Mm-hmm. Then there's, um, the only thing I remember about this one is that I think he gets in a fight with a chick and he gets really, really angry. And he says hideout, which I kind of like, but he says hideout on TV. I can't believe it. What the f- type of f- you are, you faggot ass, faggot tube, look at mother f- 
What type of is you on? Okay, that put me low. What that do? That put you put me low? I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. This some shine or something? I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. I ain't on. That's what's wrong with your ass. You want that? You want that? Nigga. Bitch, it ain't what you're thinking. It ain't a damn thing about what you're thinking. Your thoughts. What you thinking. You ain't God. Stupid asshole. In this slut. Hide out on TV. I'm on the air doing God's weed. What the f you doing for God? You claim that, but it ain't for God, <laughs> I love the, you put me low. You, instead of you putting me down, you put me low. <laughs> Can't get one thing right, Kenny. All right, so he's yelling and he's screaming, the profane preacher. Here he has to take his shirt off. <laughs> I got to keep my mother shirt off. I'm getting naked for you ass. It's my world and every mother thing in it. That's including your ass, too. And this one is just one of my favorites. I guess another guy calling up, giving him crap, and he says one of my favorite lines of all time. Nick Cole. Shut up, mother You ain't got What? Stupid. Goddamn, goddamn blasphemer. You're a goddamn That's what the you eat. He can't be serious. That. I love that one. That one's so good. Goddamn blasphemer. No, goddamn, goddamn blasphemer. One more time with that one. Nick Cole. Shut up, motherfucker. You ain't got it. What? I am. Stupid. Goddamn, goddamn blasphemer. You're a goddamn fish. That's what the you eat. <laughs> and final, one last one. One last one. He ends the uh, sermon with a nice little rap. Mm. And you don't know me. Never seen me talking before this program. So you, so for all you know, I could be God, huh? But you don't know God. No way you'll never make it. Come with the weak, I'll break it. Step into my zone, man. Scriptures will stifle your punk ass. Lines like rifles go blast when I decide to get that ass. A lot of ministers be like one line ones who couldn't say the righteous law, even if they were one line under their nose. I hate the mother. And I'm so real to them, it's scary. With my unique style, now, nah, mother, you can't compare me. So there he is, the profane preacher, spirit of the truth, too. I hate to see what happens if you uh, skimp out on the collection plate. Right. <laughs> <What's going around? laughs> this guy's from like the 90s, I think. And somebody found it on their tapes. Give him a Canadian quarter. Put it up on YouTube. Oh, what God. am I going to do with the loony? Is that your impression? Yeah. That's racist. It's dead on. No reason to be so racist. Having this guy on TV is racist. It, it does more hurt to the race than anything else. All right. I guess we're done, right? Does that do it for tonight? That does it for tonight. God dang. Ah. Uh, Wake up with the Monsters in the morning, Shannon Burke middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon, Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody, always talk good. On Question Everything.
Stay classy. Real Radio Rewind is next. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.